Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to our humble abode, the Thunderdome, on a slight delay on this Tuesday, March 21st, 2023. The sports program starts now. Much monitor! Much monitor, everybody, including our signal-sending computer that is in the back right there that collapsed literally moments before we were due to go live nice. for our five-minute countdown. Shout to Zito, shout to Doug, local Doug that we had to give a call yeah, to, Dougie. Bill, and everybody in the back making magic, and we are live with a slight delay of seven minutes, but it is Tuesday in the middle of the off-season, yeah. so seven minutes without us is probably not too... Bad of a thing. We have a massive show today. Dan Orlovsky will be joining Ooh, us in about 21 minutes. He was watching film earlier when we called him on C.J. Stroud. Right. Oh, right, we'll huh? see what he synced on C.J. Stroud. I do believe he also has a story for uh, the person who's sitting on uh, the stage with us today that we'll name here in just a matter of moments. Can't wait to hear that whole thing. And also ESPN's baseball stallion. Mm-hmm. Jet passing will be appearing. Wow. I do believe. Yeah. I don't know if it's been confirmed. Taking off. Jet's very busy. Oh, yeah. World Baseball Classic has its championship game tonight. The United States will take on Japan, which Shohei Otani did his thing last mm-hmm. night. Said, oh, I'm going to make this piece of wood hit this ball. And he did just that. These are the biggest games that Shohei has played in in his entire professional career, pretty much, because the team he actually plays for stinks. And he's taking on the United States, who's got Trey Turner, who's got a fucking hot piece of sting. That's right. Doesn't he? This guy's hitting just dingers all over the place. The World Baseball Classic. WBC? W- yep. WBC. I didn't know if it was World Classic Baseball because it is seemingly classic baseball. Classic yeah, ball. All these boys seem to genuinely care oh, yeah. about the teams that they're playing for. The atmospheres have been electrifying oh, yeah. and the moments have been in abundance. It is taking over the internet numerous nights in a row. So shout out to baseball yeah. in the middle of March doing their thing. Let's go. The talking tables here at Boston Connor at Ty Schmidt. Ty Schmidt, you're obviously a massive baseball fan. Did I did we was this like the World Cup every four years? Why don't we do this all year round all the time? Why don't why isn't this just the baseball teams? And why isn't this Ooh. kind of what baseball is? Because it feels like it's much more important and bigger than an MLB season ever will be. Not the playoffs. Obviously MLB playoffs are the real deal. Right. But this has seemingly been much more important baseball than than I could have ever fathomed. Is this every year? Uh, no, not. It's. I mean, th- th- like, th- this has definitely been the most it's been covered. I think it's not every year. I can't remember. I think it is every four years. I believe we are the defending champions. But yeah, you're fucking right. Yep. Our yep. sport. Run it back. When when they got rid of baseball in the Olympics, because I think it it used to just be amateurs, and then they just scrapped it completely. So this is the only chance teams can play. Like, you know, for their country now, and we've seen earlier uh, this year Edwin Diaz, the Mets closer, Timmy Trumpets. He may have had a season-ending injury, and that's kind of the thing that a lot of people get pissed about and why a lot of teams don't want their guys playing in it because it's quote-unquote meaningless baseball with the season right around the corner, so you don't want a big gun to go down. But you've seen like all these guys really care about it. They love it, and the games have been unbelievable. So it kind of... You know, early on, people were saying, like, this is bullshit. Guys are getting hurt. No well, one I've seen KFC put himself in the blood. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and people times. went after him. <laughs> but then now the, the games are. Hey, listen, I've been in it, too, for yeah. much different reasons. Exactly. So that's going to happen on the internet every once in a while. But people are not happy no, right. with the way he went about addressing exactly, it. Exactly, because the players have all said, like, no, like, wearing USA on your chest or whatever country you're playing for, like, these games mean more. We actually care. Like, they've been talking about how Mike Trout has shown more emotion in this than he has, like, so in his Shohei. entire career. Yeah, Shohei. Yeah. yeah, so Mike Trout and Shohei are playing in the yeah. biggest games they've played in. In a long time. Yeah. And it happens to be the World Baseball Classic Championships, right. and those are supposed to be the two best players in baseball. Yeah, exactly. Shout out to baseball. Let's yeah. go, baseball. At Tone Diggs, obviously this man was once a member of a 
top five baseball team in the United States of America. What? And high- 25. Oh, sorry, 25. Sorry. Did I say five? Yeah. yeah. Five. Oh, okay, top 25. They were acting, though. I want to let you know. Top five, top five. Here we go, Mustangs. Oh Here we go. Dude, they were going. These dudes were the best. Listen, I was friends with the majority of them. There were some on their team that were insufferable. Just spit and, and chew on freshmen. Just uh, uh, there were. I mean, there were some stories no, that came out of that baseball that's Phil, team. Yeah. yeah, there were some stories okay. that came out of that baseball team for sure. Whenever they were away, what they did amongst themselves. Interesting. That was certainly something that came. That was a talking point for a little bit. Okay, let's talk more about that, huh? Well, we weren't there. I was not there. Okay, and nobody really ever. There was a lot of like. Hey, did you hear what? Yeah, there was a lot of that. Tony Dogs. Nonetheless, this baseball Plum team Plum at Plum High School, whenever Tony Diggs was the catcher, bro, these dudes were the cock of the walk. Okay. You know, you know the fucking Letterman jacket? Uh-huh. It had a little fucking baseball bat on they it. They had yep. baseball Letterman? Bro, That's none right. of them wore them, but you could see if they did. <laughs> yes. Like, it would have made sense with how they were. Of course. If that makes sense. You know what I mean? A lot of those guys on that team, I assume, still talking about that fucking run because of how magical it was right. at the time. Yeah. Now they make first round of playoffs. They get ten runs. The fucking thing. It all we have the, of the national so playoffs. We have bye and they got ten. Yeah, I'm oh, sorry. Get <laughs> <laughs> ten so good. Number one, they got to buy. Yeah, but you guys got cold. I mean, everybody else got to play. Yeah, That's classic yeah. buy in the first yeah. round type situation. Tone's known baseball player though. Like I think well, that was what yeah. Tone was potentially going to go on and do. Instead, he became outside linebacker for the Duquesne Duke. Yeah. Study baseball. It's yeah, football, he was an actual baseball guy. Mm-hmm. Is what it was. You do dive into baseball every once in a while, it feels like. This World Baseball Classic, I fucking have enjoyed it, Tony. This is maybe the only baseball since watching you guys play, because I had a good time. I almost got beat up a couple times in these baseball games. I stepped into some spots where I was certainly outnumbered, outgunned, outmanned, and I should not have been where I was standing with the things that I was saying just moments before that. But we snuck by. We got through there. We worked our way out of that situation, and maybe it got handled later on down the road between all parties, and we kind of kept it moving. But I had a blast watching you guys play baseball. It was electrifying. There's a lot of things happened. That metal bat team. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Boom. How you going? I watched some of those college baseball highlights. You go down there like Ole Miss or whatever. Yeah, Arkansas. In Arkansas, yeah. they hit a home run and the fucking outfield goes crazy. I'm like, I love that baseball. Yeah. MLB, though, is just tough to watch. Like, for mm-hmm. a lot of the teams. The Yankees, cool. Red Sox, cool. You grow up there. Sure. You're probably like, I'm from Pittsburgh. The Pirates fucking stink. Sure. Have stunk. Will stunk. Until that owner decides to sell the team to somebody that gives a fuck. This has been fun baseball to watch, and I think that is something that needs to be talked about. There's there's a common denominator between the WBC, the College Baseball World Series, and kind of the MLB playoffs and it's passion. Like there's, you can tell there's a lot of passion right now between the players and all those sports. And let's not forget um, the, the baseball team that you were talking about. Yeah, did combine forces with volleyball team. Bingo. And we did. You guys got into a fight as well. Yeah, I mean there was oh, a lot of big time throwdown. Yeah, we our school was pretty tight. We I did, was, we we were did pretty, sharks and jets. Yeah, nice. I would say we're a pretty. Uh, you guys are the sharks. Um, <sighs> there's a couple guys that got got. I don't think out there, but okay. I mean, there was one. I did not participate in one of the ones. So more of a T-Birds situation. <laughs> it was a. I'd say we're a pretty unified school. I would. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how many schools would be as tight as we were. We were a pretty unified school. I mean, there's no situation. I guess we talked to CFO Phil about Phil uh, yep. starting a brawl at a volleyball game. Mm-hmm. Love that. Obviously, exactly, yeah. I'm playing volleyball. They're playing baseball. I'm showing up at their games, almost getting. <sighs> Bad spot. Mm-hmm. Phil showing up at our games, starting sure. full on. We 10 run Penn Heels, and then they 3 0 in volleyball. Heels yeah, in best volleyball. of five. Oh, okay, the same so week and tiebreaker. Phil, Phil Mains the proud school. Phil Mains got the, uh, they are. That's where Aaron Donald's from in the boys. Yeah. Uh, as is Plum, though. Let's not get too yeah. crazy at the time. I don't know about now. Phil went and got a mop out of the janitor's closet, had to sneak <laughs> it past <laughs> people. Nice. 
and then did a full lap around the gym Ooh. while game is still happening. Third game is taking and like almost ending. So as we're playing, I see Phil just doing laps. I'm like, well, and then I see their student section. Our volleyball team actually had like fans at yeah. these games. I think it might have been because everybody from every other school wanted to see me break my ankle and fail. Sure. But I didn't. Yeah. I, I, had, I had a good time with it. I played volleyball one year. These were electrifying, like, actual things. Yeah. We had a, CFFL started a brawl one of those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, that was that was just kind of how it went down. The baseball team, though, passion. You Absolutely. guys had it. it. It sounds sad to talk about it because I'm a big, like, get people their money thing. But everything I'm chatting about, except for baseball, probably has NIL deals now at this point. I don't know what it is. Probably. It feels like they're all just playing for the sake of team. And baseball feels like if you can feel mm-hmm. that these people really want to win and every pitch actually matters to the person as opposed to just a stat, like I think that's a big deal. And I think that's why the WBC has been so fantastic. On the stage today is Mano. I don't know if he played baseball. I assume he'd be good at it. Oh, yeah. I've seen him jump, and I've seen his middle finger. He would have been a dog at volleyball. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Absolute dog at volleyball. He's picking up Thunderball rather quickly. 14-year yeah. NFL corner. That's right. Never ventured to the middle of the outfield. Uh, no, no, no. Not something dumb like that. No way. Unathletic fucking safety. I'm would have been very good. Slow. Well, unbelievable. Probably still playing right now. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, West Virginia legend, all pro, Adam Pacman Jones. Did you what play baseball, fellas? dude? Yeah, I played baseball. How were you? What Not position? In, uh, high school, though. Growing up, football, track, and basketball. What position did you play in baseball? Catcher and center field. So catcher's a play where you're always in it, right? You're, you're always in the play. Touching the, the ball. Call on the game. Yes. You seen any of these World Baseball Classic games? Um, yeah. What's the young kid we was talking about who uh, was pitching? From Japan. Roki Sasaki. Yeah, he's yeah. a stud. Uh, you been watching? You watch the highlights or you see the game? Well, I've seen the highlights. He can throw me the ball too. pretty I, good. Me too. I'm acting like I'm watching the game. Game's wrong. <laughs> you know, yeah. I have not NBA. watched a single game yet. I, I've only seen highlights, but I've watched the entirety of the highlights yeah. to yeah, try yeah. to get the whole thing. I haven't watched the whole game. Nine innings a long time. Yeah, but this kid is a stud. Um I think we was talking about him earlier, and Ty was giving me a little history on it, so I went back and watched him. When, he, when can he come over? So, yeah, th- there's a, a weird thing with, like, when Jack How young players. is he? He's, like he's 21. Yeah. He's 21, so he's very yeah. – well, Shohei came yeah. over when he was 23, but typically, like, if he if he posts – if the Japanese that league – doesn't work like that, buddy. <laughs> ice cold as ever you do. Um, wow. <laughs> what? What? If, Jersey, you got hey, it. Cheers. Keto. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, God. back on the train. I'm like, with death, all right, cheers to you, Keto. No carbs, none of us having it. Here we go. <laughs> oh, not a paid endorsement, it, so we can say it does not taste no, that delightful. No, it's not very good. Uh, <laughs> but, but it is. But, yeah, this, this guy – It is a carbonated flavor in your mouth uh-huh. for no carbs. Carbs right. at all. It does not taste like, dude. This guy, though, Roki Sasaki, he threw 29 fastballs last night. 25 of them were 101 or faster. Get him in the majors. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So that's the thing is he could come over when he's 25 when the Japanese league posts him, and I think he'd make more money that way. But if he comes over earlier, it'd be kind of just like a free-for-all, but he won't make as much. Like Shohei isn't making what he is due. You know, He will when he becomes a free agent. But he Why could, is that? Um. I'm not sure. Probably just a to because otherwise, you know, like that the Japanese league, it, like we saw in the the stats of like how many people are watching it, like it actually is a big deal compared to the MLB. Like that's the, that's all that's their NFL. Yeah, this is exactly. allegedly what the views were on South Korea, Japan, seventy million. Obviously, you remember the Super Bowl did like 113 million worldwide. This fucking South Korea Japan game, which was not championship. No, no. 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 It was just, was it a round robin? Was it a part of the? Uh, the might, this might have been pool play, actually. Yeah, Damn. pool play. So round robin time, seventy million views on that, and then 
the World Series in 2022 got 12 and a half million. Now that guy has much better chains than anybody that was in the South Korea or Japan mm-hmm. game. That is something that should be noted in this particular photo. And I wonder what they're so. I'm in an interesting place with information that I'm getting from a lot of places. Okay. Okay. It's a great sentence. Let's dive in. Certainly yeah. makes sense. If you were to write it down <laughs> and read it back, it would make sense. But I'm talking to, I think it's been well documented in a lot of places right now, trying to figure out what the future of the program is. The program will always be free, but I'm talking to a lot of places, just seeing how people go about doing what they do. Yeah. Numerous places that I've talked to, because the first thing that gets called into question from my side to other people's side is like, so what are your numbers? Like, what, what, how does this work? What is the platform? You know, because we see things reported, and you'll hear us say, like, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. A lot. Because none of us know. We had a stream last week that YouTube immediately after told us that our peak concurrence were 496,000. And then there's people that have screenshots that are 498,000. So it's like even the one place that we have no control of that is publicly viewed doesn't even get it right. So, like, the numbers with streaming... In everything is a fascinating conversation, especially because advertising deals, mm-hmm. and we've seen this before in the podcasting platform world, where people are maybe juicing numbers, not thinking anybody will find out. Then there's massive cases of fraud being taken against people. And I'm not saying that's happening on any of these platforms. I'm just saying, like, the numbers game behind the scenes is a very real, we got to figure it out so we don't fuck anybody over, and it has to be figured out quickly because the world is changing quickly. So... There's a whole total audience delivered stat that people are relying upon now. It's almost like the Nielsen hmm. of streaming. And there's a math equation that is used mm-hmm. because whenever you do the Nielsen with TVs, they either naturally put in that there's potentially a couple people watching at each house that is watching, or they actually know how many people are watching at each house, and that number is actually delivered. It's not just boxes. It's the projection of also how many people are potentially seeing it so that they can give an actual rating and everything. So the streaming platforms have had to figure... What was that? I heard that as well. Hmm? Somebody just talk shit there. I said, that's a lot of shit. Oh, okay. oh. all right. Yeah. Sweet. Okay, we did hear yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, but the streaming platforms are trying to figure out how to also do the same because that's the next generation everybody thinks it is. So this is a market problem, I will say, that they've had a solution. And they take the number against what a potential audience within the house could be multiply it by it okay and then they kind of piece that together so if it's a big event that it has a big gathering they'll go like there's probably two people potentially watching per thing if it's like a super bowl or thanksgiving mm-hmm. or any of those games yeah. there's probably two people at least yeah so i wonder what that particular number was to get to this South Korea, Japan number yeah, sure. that is also including streaming numbers as well, or if they're not using that at all, at all and that's just actual uniques that they're finding, but I don't think that would be industry standard-wise. I don't think that would be happening at all. It's a really interesting game right now whenever you see those numbers. They're all being judged the same. So whenever you see 70 million, they are fucking killing it. Yeah. But we have no idea if that's 70 million, 90 million, that could be... 50 million? Mm-hmm. Sure. It could, you have no, it's like, it's an interesting game that's taking place right now because they could be undershooting that because yeah. it could be fucking four people in every house. Right. could be three people in every house that is watching that uh, in more houses than you could imagine. And it could be, it's like, a, it's an interesting give and take. Nonetheless, massive fucking numbers there for yeah. this World Baseball Classic. Yeah, when I first looked at it, I just assumed like, oh, that's probably pretty accurate because like Diggs said, like the, the 
NPL at least, like their National Baseball League, like it is their NFL. You know, like every they've had a bunch of good players come over to the MLB and most of like the major Asian countries, they had a team in this tournament. So like that, you know, that area where, I mean, who knows like how invested they are in the NFL. Like, I feel like they actually, and then it doesn't hurt when you have a guy like Otani, who is the best player in the world. Like, I think he is now the most followed baseball player on Instagram. Like he's picked up over 2 million followers like during the world baseball classic alone. I've been at 1.3 for maybe six, seven months. That's a tough platform to yeah, move. Yeah, Tani. Shohei, though, is the best thing since Babe Ruth. Yeah, I mean, would you, in terms of, like, being dominant. Babe on, Ruth, right? Pitcher, hitter. Right. Yes. But even, even Babe Ruth, like, he pitched early in his career, and then he was just hitting home runs. Like, oh, and smoking. And, and yeah, smoking cigars. Yeah, like, yeah, beat, beating, beating up butt cheeks in the dugout, oh, you know, in what? between innings and yeah, stuff Yeah, he was like saying, that. like, he was the one that did this thing. Yeah, yeah. called a shot, yeah. allegedly. Yeah. But it, was it a called oh. shot, or was it... Hey, I'm going to put this fucking ball right up over there, and if I do, you got to get the fuck out of here. If Either I don't... Or pointing to someone in the crowd like, hey, hey. find her after yeah. the game for me. Bring her down <laughs> to the dugout. Yeah. Hey, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Who's that? Oh, do you see that? Lady? Who's the... Uh... Sorry, time? Red dress. You see it. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah. you. Coming home, baby. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many things it could be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That point. Nonetheless, bombed one, right? I mean, he yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Did he do it every single bat, too? Was that just like a part of his routine? No. You know how Uke has this fucking thing? Yep. Sure. Mm-hmm. Was that just a part of his routine to stretch out the arm? He would point, and then he would come back. Was that every at-bat? No, de- 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 definitely not. That's why the call in his shot was such a big deal, because it was like, oh, he said he was going to fucking hit a dinger, and he did. I respect that. But remember, back in the day, a guy murders somebody in one town. See ya. Able to drive to another town. Mm-hmm. Nobody good. even knows that the murder happened back then. That's right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. back in the day, there was no real good communication. So that's the one that he called. He did that one time and he fucking hit it out. Yeah. What a dog. Mm-hmm. That's the bay, baby. What a dog. Looks good in mm-hmm. that painting. I wonder how much oh, that painting? painting is worth. That's a great question. Is it original? Is it a Rembrandt? Did Babe write, uh, draw it? He did, I believe. Yeah, signed the bottom line. Put paint on the end of his bat, actually. And <laughs> he pointed the paint. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so he actually, right after this game, he said, oh, <laughs> yep. anybody have a photo? Give me of some this? fucking watercolors and a hot dog. <laughs> what a dog. But he was the last great pitcher hitter. And everybody said when Shohei got over here at the age of 23, I guess, he was not going to be able to do what we all thought he was going to be able to do because we, as baseball stooges, I, as a baseball stooge, don't know anything about baseball. I hear a guy's pitching better than everybody, and he's hitting better than everybody. I go, oh, that's the best player in baseball. No, not going to be able to do it, they said. Hmm. This is an impossible thing, an impossible feat. And I think that was kind of the This dude has debunked all... Science and makes no sense. There'll probably never be another one of these guys. We should appreciate Shohei Otani whenever we have him right now. Yeah, for sure, because that was my big thing. Was like, yeah, he's unbelievable. You weren't the only one, but no, right? But it was kind of like, hey, we'll see how long he can remain doing this because it's not. I mean, like you're pitching every fifth day and throwing a bunch of pitches. He throws hard as shit. His breaking balls like really snap, and then also on top of that, like. You're hitting every single day. Like you're, you're not getting. You know, normal pitchers, you're getting five days of rest in between your starts. Like he's not. He's playing every single day. And then when he's normally like, oh, you know, you might have an off day. It's like, no, you need to fucking dial in, focus, and you're in control of the game on the mound. That's like playing offense, defense, and special teams. Nobody, yeah. nobody can do that. Nuts. Um, you can. It could be done. <laughs> well, why can't it be done? Was it exhausting? No. Oh no, I go. Guard the best receiver for three plays, and then I go back and catch a punt on fourth down. I, 
shit, it was a normal day to me. And then play slot yeah. in the next play. Catch a slander, too. You know? And then go take a breath because you're soft, yeah, that's, out yeah. of shape. That's wild. <laughs> and then go back in on a bubble. I would think going back and forth in football would be a little harder than baseball. But the mound throwing the ball – Depending on the count pitches, how many you throwing, but you hitting every night, it's got to it's, uh, it's, it's got to take. How many years you do? Time. How many years were you on both sides? Uh, offense and defense, or are you saying punt return? Off, well, you did punt return all the way oh, through, yeah. obviously. Offense and defense, my first two years. You think you could have been able to do it as a order man in the league? Uh, at least up to. Uh, 2018, I would say. So my last two years, probably up to my last two years. 12 years you think you could have done that? Yeah. <laughs> Spot nuts. play, like give me 15, 20 plays on offense. Yeah, that wouldn't be no problem. How, how was it um, like playbook? They just said, hey, these are plays. You picked them up immediately. They're pretty basic. You oh, understood yeah. it? Was, it was simple. I had a, like a 15-play script. Um, some of them I wasn't getting the ball in. Some of them I was getting the ball in. But um, Fisher and, and Norm Child was probably the best when it came to put me in the play system. Um, he came from Reggie Bush at SC. So um, they kind of used me in that form. Same way, how did, they, same way they did. Uh, 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 from? West Virginia. Uh, Tavon? Tavon um, mm. in the offense also. So practice, how'd you do it? Just walkthroughs or were you actually in live practice oh, on no, the offense? I would, go, I would do my – Whole defensive reps, and then during practice, whatever the script, they I would I would know. Like I'm probably had two or three plays. Period for four. Period. Yeah. Okay, because that's the thing with Shohei, right? Like, mm-hmm. when the fuck is this guy practicing? Everything. Yeah. Does he have time? And it's just all day, every day. Is that what it is? Well, doing? yeah. I mean, that, and but that's the difference too. Like with baseball, is like you know, like your practice during the season is are the games you know it's like you're traveling and he might have like a bullpen session but that's also like you can't do that because he's got he's got to fucking go to the cage you know what i mean like he there is no blueprint or format for any because no one has done it at the level he's done it before so that's like in much smaller much less athletic uh comparison kicker punter in the nfl there's only Ooh. been one guy was in Atlanta. I forget his name. It did not really go well. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I think there was kickers and punters. But since it's become a specialized, Modern. everything like that, you haven't seen guys do both. I remember Darren, my guy Darren, Cincinnati Bengals special teams, who I love. You love him too, I assume? Yes, sir. This guy's fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, he is an awesome guy. He was coaching at the Senior Bowl for the North team. I was on the South team. You know, West Virginia, you know, left to be a part of the North way back in the day. I was on the South (laughs) team. So we didn't really get to chat with the Bengals at all because they were coaching the North team. So there's one day you go and, like, talk to him or whatever. And I talked to him, and he said, um, he said, so what do you think you're supposed to do in the NFL? Are you supposed to kick or are you supposed to punt? I was like, I think I can do both. I I think I have the capability to do both. I'm nowhere near where I'm supposed to be at both of those positions. I think I could do both. And he told me, there's only been one guy (laughs) that has ever done both, and it did not work out good. If I were you, you're at the Senior Bowl to be a kicker, I would never punt a football again (laughs) if I were you. Until you find out the draft, what teams want you to be, baseball down. But if I were you, baseball bat down, if I were you, I would focus on one thing, and I wouldn't even do the other one. So I listened to him because I got a lot of respect for him. He's like a, an OG in the whole special teams game. Sure. And lo and behold, Bill Polian drafts me. Hey, we're drafting you to punt. I was like, well, to punt. <laughs> oh, shit. Not only did I not know how to punt, I also haven't punted for like the last 
four months or whatever because I didn't think this was going to happen. And it was like, I guess I'll just fucking try to figure it out. But it's a real thing. They don't think your knee can handle it. Like, people yeah. don't think hips yeah. and knees can handle it. And with pitching, that's the same. Yeah. yeah. Just, well, and that's the thing is, like, if if he when you're that young, too, like, some guys can. But, like, if he has, like, a, if he needs Tommy John on his elbow, like, some guys will bounce back and they're incredible. And some guys you'll just – you'll never hear from them again. It's fascinating because I think I could have done it for the first – Six years of my career, maybe okay. five years of my career. Makes sense. But towards Before the end, your knees got all fucked yeah. Up. Towards the end, it was like no way would I've been able to do fucking both of these things. And thank God because I was able to just watch Vinatieri all the time, greatest of all time, which is good news. Yeah, and to show how he's still playing the fields when he's taking his days off, so he's not just DHing like this dude uh, is playing. Yeah, I mean he he definitely is still playing the field. I think they've realized first no outfield. outfield. So he's not. He's also not. This you know, dude's like, greatest baseball player of all time. What, what are we doing? Let's get him on a team that matters. Red Sox next year. Don't you worry. He's coming. All right. Joining us now is a man who has been on every team that matters. Ain't that right? Yes. right. Hell yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the face of ESPN when it comes to football conversation and quarterback chatter. He was watching film this morning when we called him to ask him if he'd be able to come on the program. He's a stallion. UConn, great. UConn might win the men's they could. national Look out, championship yeah. this year. Dan Rolofsky. Dan, sorry, we had to wrap up the conversation about Shohei. I know you caught the tail end of it. This dude is maybe the greatest baseball player of all time, and he plays on a team that is terrible. And the second greatest baseball player of all time is also on that team, and they're terrible. I don't understand baseball. Have you been watching this thing? Okay, I haven't haven't seen any of the games. I've seen all the clips on social. Can you get passing on top of that to get him on a team that matters? So So, us snobs. Two years, we I think we've been trailing Jet. Oh yeah. Hey, we need him. Yeah. Get, Let's get him on the team. Title game. Yeah. Tonight's championship: United States. Mike Trout, Trey Turner, the dinger hitting machine. Oh, home run was taking on Shohei Otani in time? Japan. Seven. Of course, we know the time. Seven. Yep. Oh, seven o'clock our time. Yeah. Like East Coast time. Yep. American time. Yeah. Real, real time. You gonna watch? I'll watch my kids. My kids get done with lacrosse at seven, so seven o'clock will be perfect. I got a son who's a ba- who loves baseball still, so he'll want to watch that for sure. Are you coaching all these, or are you just kind of sitting there? Boozing? Not allowed to. What? Not allowed to in our town in fifth grade. What's that mean? We're all, you're not yeah, allowed so to Yeah, so like invested. parents are no longer. Dude, you'll realize this once your kid grows up to be like, you know, get into that world a little bit where they start playing sports. Parents are. Out of their fudging minds. You wanted to say fucking. You wanted to say fucking. We we, we talked about this last time. You wanted to say it. We appreciate it. Okay? Respect. Respect. Um, So in in our town, like, you're not allowed to coach your kids um, because it's just too much, too much, too much. So part of me likes that. You know, part of me is bummed that I can't be around it a little bit more. But um, So who's coaching? They they hire people. Oh, another Uh, professional athlete? No. Uh, no, the, the kid who's the, the guy who's coaching my son's lacrosse team is Kids too. one of the assistant coaches for the high school. Um, <clears throat> I think he played college lacrosse or something like that. They hire people and pay him out. Oh, college lacrosse. Okay. As long as he's got an ability. Mm-hmm. If they yeah, just have some random. Well, I, I mean, slob. there's some random fat slobs because I did it. For a town in Connecticut as well, because that is a Connecticut. Were any of the kids' parents professional athletes? Oh no, not that, uh, not that I know. But they weren't. What do we? What, what literally? What do we say? We say like, hey, if you get a second generational player, like get that player. Yeah. Why? Because they got a yeah. chance to see everything you have to do their whole life. And this town's like, <laughs> oh, I, oh, think oh. So. I thought this was America. Whole state. I did too. Are you serious? What I say about Connecticut? Like, 
I, I tell these parents all the time, you think your son's good because he went two for four in the Little League baseball game on Saturday afternoon? <laughs> I've seen guys that are the greatest players I've ever seen in my life in high school baseball go four for four with three dingers, and they can't sniff Major League Baseball. So you know, why like, are you so negative? Yeah, geez, Dan. <laughs> just, a, just a kid, Dan. Yeah. Just a kid, dude. It's fifth grade. No. Four's not going to make it. I tell the parents. I tell the parents. So many conversations these parents have. So what do you think I should get my kid private training? He can barely wipe himself. Like, oh. <laughs> Damn. Jeez. All right. Happy to hear, happy hear you're uh, one of the fan favorites amongst the family yeah, at these sporting events. I, so, do you, I, I see you with like a little wine in the hand. Yep. 100%. 100%. You have pegged me. Totally. Yeah, and then you're starting shit oh, like this yep. kid. What sucks. the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> this kid fudging mm-hmm. stinks. Pass me the Gouda. You know, <laughs> you see that picture? Just, that's awesome. Dan's more of a Briere guy. All right, Dan. Can't wait for you to get a chance to coach your kids and not be boozed up the whole game. What? Let's dive into what you do know about, and that is obviously the football. Uh, we talked to you earlier. You're watching CJ Stroud film. Hell yeah. We yeah. talked to you earlier in this whole news cycle process, mm-hmm. and you were reportedly, okay, don't sue us. Nobody, please. No one. Reportedly close to maybe going to the Carolina Panthers or join the coaching staff. Yeah. yeah. Out of that meeting, boom, you come on program and you say that your favorite quarterback <laughs> or somebody you like a lot, Anthony Richardson. So I'm putting some things together here. Are you watching the CJ Stroud film this morning to see if he's supposed to be the number one overall pick? And do you think there's a chance at the Carolina Panthers, who you had a chance to chat with and had the thoughts? You had the thoughts. I don't know if they had the thoughts. You had the thoughts, though. Anthony Richardson is a guy that is very well liked. I think it's been reported that Anthony Richardson is well liked by or well liked by the Carolina Panthers from other people, not you. Do you, are you is that who you think is going number one? Those two, just from your opinion, and are you wide open right now on what could potentially happen, or do you have a lean anyway? No, I'm, I'm wide. I lean towards them taking C.J. Stroud. Okay. Um, so I, I try to watch a game a day for these guys. And I want to, like, have basically every game of theirs watched by April because April is really when the draft, like, goes full steam ahead. Um, I think if you're Carolina, like, Anthony Richardson's just the most if, – if you feel like <clears throat> you're okay with him only starting 13 games, um, I think the – Accuracy issue, accuracy issues that are getting thrown around about him are completely made up. Um, oh, okay. I have tons of evidence that disputes kind of that he can't throw. I, my, my thing with Richardson is this, Pat. I don't know how he fails. Um, I, I, I say this all the time. Like, all these kids are talented. He played quarterback in Florida. CJ went to Ohio State. Bryce Young went to Alabama. Levis went to Penn State. Like, they're not going to fail because they're not talented. Um but when you look at Anthony, you go big, fast, strong, um, crazy arm talent, ridiculous athlete, highly intelligent, great work ethic, tremendous character from what you hear. So why would he fail? So that's like the – but it's a big swing for Carolina. It is it is a massive swing to take a guy that started 13 games. That was my big issue with Trey Lance coming out. Um, you just Because you get to the point, Pat, where you, you sit there and go with this with Richardson. He's got to sit. Because he's got to work on stuff, but he hasn't played football that much, so he's got to play. So that you get into that conundrum of when when is it sitting enough and when is it time to go play? My thing with C.J. Stroud is this: 
Like, I'll, I'll read you my notes because that's yes. I was that's we're to yes, please. Hell yes. yeah. We're going to chance to peek inside Dan Orlovsky's mind. Mm-hmm. Let's dive into his notes section. I was watching CJ because it's pro days tomorrow. Now, I think pro days are relatively dumb, but. Oh, Cam so, Newton's throwing it at Yeah. DJ Fluker's back. Yeah. Fluker looks good. All right. So, Whoa. my notes for the Wisconsin game. Big time quarterback tape handles the line of scrimmage most at the or handles the most of line of scrimmage. Um, the knows the process and the play, the knows the why of the play. He's certainly not a statue that people are making him out to be. Georgia. Notre Dame controls the line of scrimmage and protection, very tight and efficient release. When he gets on rhythm, he's tremendous. Mm-hmm. When he's off rhythm, his, his feet get a little hoppy. Um, multiple elite ball placement drops. So throws that are absolutely perfect that they were just dropped. Rutgers, he occasionally guides the football because he's a rhythm passer. So, like, you can get stuck with guiding the football a little bit. You can play and work yourself out of those issues. Is that forcing What's that mean, guiding? What do you mean? Like, holding on? Like, what does that mean? Yeah, I think, like, ways I was always taught, if you remember the – you know, the, the Patriot, the movie, Rest in Peace. Hell yeah. You know, A Small, Miss Small. Yeah. You know, it's, it's you like to guide the football feels like you're, you, when you're throwing it, you're not confident when it's going to leave your hands. So you're like, you want to like almost run it to where those people are Got instead it. of just, I'm picking my target and I'm going to trust my throw. So you just, days. just spin it. Just spin it. That's a mental thing, it. you think. Yeah, yeah, got it. Totally, totally. Um, Can get Michigan State, number one's open a lot. Um, he can progress, but sometimes his feet don't get to that with his eyes. Um, sometimes I think he hitches a little bit too much. Now that's in due to being pretty well protected. A lot of guys are open. He had great protection up front. Iowa, a couple plays where he doesn't hang in there and make the throws, uh, which I didn't like. Locked yeah, but I was, known, defense. I was known to bring the hammer on that's that right. defensive side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Long Locked fields, on the too, number one. Taylor. Um, Perfect throws. I, I say I make the note perfect throw a lot. Penn State, his Penn State tape is off the charts. Rhythm and timing is absolutely elite. Control of line of scrimmage, absolutely elite. He's ready to throw. Remind me a lot of Trevor Lawrence in regards to that, like fundamentally re- ready to throw. That was massive game for them too, right? Yeah. That was massive yeah. game for Ohio That's State. Cool. At that yeah. point, no, they hadn't beat anybody. Who'd they play? Mm-hmm. And then that Penn State yeah. game was a night game. I think they were hyping it up to be – just like Georgia, the biggest game of the year, yeah. he showed up. So in the big, it's not like he's going to be scared either. It doesn't seem like, right? It's not like the big uh-huh. moment gets to him. He made he made some big time throws. Like he, you can make the th- make the case the throw of anybody in this draft is the throw he makes late down the left sideline on a go ball that is just absolutely freaking roped and it's perfect. So like he's he's awesome. I think he's awesome. I think the gap between him and Bryce Young is not nearly as big as some people have made it up. And I love Bryce. Um, I would say this, Pat, um, the hesitation, you know, has to be number one. No one had the protection that he had this year. Like he was protected well. And then number two, no one had guys run open as much as he did. Bryce or CJ? What's that? CJ, best protected, you said? CJ had the most, he had the best protection and guys were open the most. Like if you watch Alabama tape, guys aren't open that much. If you watch... Florida tape ain't no one open. So that you got to, you got to live. If you're Carolina, I think the question is like, do you think your offensive line can protect them? If you do, 
you're getting a really, really, really good player. I can't wait to see what Carolina decides to do. They said they don't know yet. Adam Thielen tried to pry a little bit of information, he said, during his trip. They didn't tell him. That could have been a lie. Yeah, it might have been. Because he said he trusts their plan to win a championship. That's so right. who knows what it is. They might know. They are probably never going to tell anybody. And also, Rapport said they could move down to two, too, if they like two guys and maybe get some of the compensation back. I'm like, all right. Draft season is the worst. Nobody's telling the truth. Pac-Man has a question for you, Dano. What's up, Dan? I, my question is, do you, do you think Bryce Young is going to be able to hold up at 5'10", 170 pounds? Well, 203, 203. Remember, combo. <laughs> 203. We'll, we'll see what he weighs in on, I think, his produce Friday. Um, Pac-Man, I, I think the answer is yes. Um, if 10, 15 years ago, like when kind of we went into the NFL, the answer would be no. Um, wow, okay. quarterbacks game getting soft. Quarterbacks just don't get hit. They just don't get hit nearly as much. Now they oh, get shit. hit, but not nearly oh, as, as they don't take the beatings as they used to. They're much more protected. I don't think he runs around like you know. You're not utilizing him as a runner the way Buffalo uses Josh. Philly uses Jalen. Um, Baltimore uses Lamar. You're, they don't do that with him. He's more. I've always said like the, my, my comp for him is Joe Burrow more than a Kyler Murray that I've seen people throw out. So just because I don't see quarterbacks get up, like just beat up as much as they used to, um, <clears throat> I feel confident with it. I think it's a roll of the dice though, Pac-Man. It is like you, you, you don't have fear that he can't. Joe Burrow's six four, bro. I, I know. I know. Like and his head, remember? Yeah. yeah. His head was off his body, from his body a couple different times. And he had to scrape. But they don't get beat up. Like, you remember NFC title game, well, Eli Joe, versus Joe Burrow, his first two years, he he got hit. Killed. He got killed. Killed. The beginning of last year. 6'4", Joe Burrow. I mean, they, they actually, and I know we all, I have more respect for athletic trainers, and I think publicly than any other show on earth. Same with... Pac-Man. There was a couple hits yeah. of Joe Burrow that took there early where they actually just mailed it. They brought a shovel up. Yeah. Yeah. And they said, fucking get his dead carcass But you remember like the, the, the NFC title game the Giants in San Francisco played and Eli just got absolutely his head kicked in? Quarterbacks don't experience that. And it's easy for me to say because I'm not making the decision. Like, you know you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's a roll of dice. It is. You, you And – I, hey, Bryce is a player, though. That he, he, like the way you. Are you okay? Awesome. Is everything okay? Is everything okay? I'm awesome. He's definitely a player. <clears throat> oh my God, are you okay? What's going on? Dude? You want some? No, I'm good. Get some fudging water. Uh, you need some dew. You want some red iron? What? You guys said that Mountain Dew stinks. No, no, no. no Todd says it does, Dan. It's bad, and he's still drinking it today. Don't have a choice. So, <laughs> don't have a choice. What are you talking about? There's nothing else cold in there. Yeah, exactly. Choice is no. Dude, I have a Bud Light. What am I supposed to right. do at eleven? Can't have a Bud Light at yeah twelve forty-five. Money's hey, coming man. in, Todd. The money is coming in. But you're <laughs> gonna drink that Mountain Dew. No, this isn't. Hold on, it's this is not, not a deal. It's not a deal, dude. We do not have a deal with Zevia Zero Calorie Soda. Live your best. Is that their thing? Yeah, yeah. you got to say their tagline after. Connor found them. He loves them. <laughs> yeah, Con Connor found them. They're so freaking. So good. me and Connor have a game, like because we're both doing the keto. Yeah. We try to find cheats. Like we're trying to find Cheetos. Beat the you game. I mean, little cheat codes here. So he found these. How's keto going? You tell me, Dan. I'm drinking dew, bro. You tell me, <laughs> you tell me Dan. You tell me, bro. You look good. That's good lighting. Yeah, we just turned this one. Can on. I get a? Can I? Are you? Can you lift the shirt up a little no, bit? No, no. That's right. why I wear a tank top. No. <laughs> Don't have to do anything here. You know what I mean? Been pickleballing though. You look good. You look good. You look healthy. Not as good what as you. What about Connor? 
Yeah, look Not at him. Not good, Dan. Uh, but we're getting. <laughs> no, Connor looks incredible. Connor's playing pickleball every day. He's working out every day. We're healthy. We're living longer. But he found these drinks. I didn't know you were a lefty either. Golf swing? Oh, golfing. Yes, I am a lefty. Do you see him in a top golf? There's a lot of chirping. Amish people were talking shit to him now. Yeah. No, at that time. And building he, houses. Hey, don't you know he fucking hit that thing gone? The golf swing justified the conversation. Oh, he said you suck. Just shut up and talk <laughs> football, Dan. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. Well, he's still working for ESPN. Hey, wait. Oh, whoa, 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 Oh, myself. You didn't deserve that, Dan. You did not deserve that. Do you know something I don't know? <laughs> Dan, that is a crazy time to be at ESPN right now. We were thrown right in the middle of it in a couple of the articles yesterday. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. We have no idea yeah. Just reading what what's right. going on over there. It's a fascinating time at the, the ESPN. You know what I mean? New, new shape up at the top. Sounds like there's some stuff going on that's been going on the last few years with layoffs. It's happening in a lot of places, not just happening there. Mm-hmm. Oh. I forget who else. Somebody was laying off a few Amazon, thousand. Amazon, 9,000. Yeah. 9,000. Salesforce. Meta. Salesforce. Everyone. Everybody. I think like... It's coming right now. I don't know if it's because of the state of where we are now or if it's because companies are realizing certain strategies might not work. I don't really know the whole the whole understanding. Do you guys have like a company-wide email that gets sent, tells you all like, hey, there's a chance this is coming, or do you just read it on the internet like everybody else? Yeah, a little bit more on the internet. I'll hit, my, hit up my agents over at CAA and just like kind of ask them a little bit. I think emails get sent out, but I don't pay attention to them a ton. You know, I probably should. No. Um, I thought Tebow <clears throat> just sends a text and everyone reads it, and then that's just the Tebow. Text. Yeah. Oh, is yeah. Tebow the one writing up the emails? That is that is a good call. Motivational, motivational text right there. You should check those out. If Tebow sent an email, read those yeah. emails. You probably want to run through your it's computer. A tough time. Uh, it is though, right? This shit is terrible. This is the bad part of the whole like corporate type thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Corporate structure of stuff. Yeah. I mean, I don't know much about business. I don't like. I remember sitting with you and having conversations about business and being like, yo, this dude's the smartest person I've ever met. So I don't know a lot about that stuff. Um, I know it sucks. Um, I don't know. I I hope, I hope I'm sure people are going to, that I know are going to, you know, be a part of that, which sucks. Uh, could be me. I I, I don't know, dude. No. Can't be there. I don't just with what they've done in the past. I don't know. They're saying this, Somebody just fell in your toilet, shut your toilet, blew up your toilet. Something just happened. No, my wife, it's my wife upstairs just, uh, I think, shutting the dryer. Oh, nice. Uh, Hey, Tara, good luck up there. Her her name's Tiffany, but. Yeah. Big big T, though. You call it Tara for short. Yeah, absolutely. My wife won't poop when I'm in the house. If I'm in the house, my wife will not go to the bathroom. The whole house? Hey, please tell Mrs. Orlovsky I'm a big fan. I apologize for calling her the wrong name. And also, babe, Pat called you terrible. That's not true. That's not true. I I mean, my mouth said that. My brain was thinking Mrs. Orlovsky. So, (laughs) tell her I apologize. I'm a massive fan. Hold on, my wife's gonna be pissed. I did that too. She's a massive fan of your wife, obviously, in this whole thing. But. The whole house? Do you, is there like an outhouse out there? I mean, what what happens? Is that why you're at ESPN? Yeah. That's why you're oh, at ESPN oh, 13 man. hours a day. Okay. It makes, makes sense, sense now. Got to get all the poops out before Dano gets back. <laughs> uh-huh. I love your guys' relationship. I love everything about it. It's a fantastic thing. Connor does have a question for you, though, about football. And please tell Tiffany we're massive fans. Yeah, Dan, real question. Jesus, boys. You know, you're never going to get cut. You are basically the face of ESPN, at least in all of our eyes, because you're yes. on there all the time. Well, Stephen A., 
Stephen A. Of course, as well. But you're, Man. you know, you're right there with him, Greeny, you know, Kendrick Perkins. But you're right there. Uh, when we're talking about just kind of the overall free agency, you know, period that we've seen, why do you think that uh, the market itself is down? Like uh, yesterday, at least, Dalton Schultz he signed a one year deal for up to nine million, and then they're reporting last year he was offered three years, thirty six million. Like <laughs> when you look at it, why do you think guys like even CJ GJ are getting these one year prove it deals instead of like what we've seen in the last couple of years where guys are getting paid? Yeah, it's a great question. I, I think a little bit has to do with well, like the Dalton Schultz one. I'd say the tight end class coming out of the draft this year is really good. Really, really good. There's there's probably going to be five or six guys that get drafted in the first two rounds that are going to be really good pros. So I think that has a little bit of an impact to do it. Um, in contrast, like the wide receiver class isn't great. That's why the DJ Moore part of the trade for Chicago was such a big deal. Um, from what you know, you hear about the CJ Gardner Johnson conversation was that there was a deal offered to him that was pretty good, and. I think then the sleigh part of the equation became a part of it. Um, and it became, well, we keep Bradbury, we keep sleigh. I mean, there's only so many, you know, dollars that could go around to like a secondary players, you know, uh, people of the secondary, not secondary talents, but play people playing the secondary. So I think that was just a little bit of, <clears throat> you know, the timing of the, the moment. Um, you know, I was surprised he wasn't signed sooner. You know, as free agency goes, money goes less and less. So I think those are a little bit individualized. I don't know why the deals are down. I don't know if players are taking a little bit less. I saw somebody talking about the Laramie Tunsil deal, and they were saying that's the way to do it nowadays is take like two or three-year deals, you know, at a good value that's going to be guaranteed money-wise in the first two or three years of the deal, and then you get to reset the market because the annual or the average of the the salary goes up every year. So you could continue to hit the, the market and, and kind of re re up the annual or the average pay of the money. So um, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I think that as quarterbacks get paid more and more and more, you have to be so much more financially frugal. Mm. Um, you know, you're, you're looking at $500 million deals, $400 million deals probably coming for like Herbert and Hertz and um, who's paying Burrow. those, who's paying those Dan. Not me. I mean, I, Philadelphia is going to pay Jalen a fifty million dollars a year, yeah. right? I think they will. I so, think yeah, that owner yeah. will. Yes, mm-hmm. he will. That owner will do it because Philadelphia. Cincinnati big has to pay Joe Burrow. That yes, they has do. Telesco um, has talked about Herbert. The Chargers have to mm-hmm. ha- have to. He's not losing to. sleep over the Herbert deal, is no. what Telesco says. That will get done. That's just a part of the process. Mm-hmm. Pretty much is yeah, what so Telesco. Those guys said. are going to get fifty plus million dollars. So whether it's six years, three hundred plus, or you know, eight years, 400 plus, it's, it's going to be a, a massive number. So you got to be really good with kind of who else you're paying. Lamar. Yep. He's fortunately not Makes one of those no guys. Sense. Dan, it doesn't. We, none of us. What's understand. going on? Tell us what's going on. We're trying to figure this out. <laughs> and it's like, God damn, we, we don't have no answer. We, we, we lost. We don't, I don't, yeah. I don't get it. I so don't. I think it's this Pac-Man. Go ahead. <laughs> so I think, I think we we in the media, I do believe we've made it a little too like yes or no, black or white, where pay him every single dollar that he wants or don't pay him. You know, like and we and there is a lot of gray area to it because if you pay him all that money, if you pay him the however many guaranteed dollars, 
one, you're now the owner that did it. You know, I think the Deshaun conversation is an outlier. It just is. They didn't kick Haslam out of the league. They didn't kick him out of the league. So for for the owners, not the players, right? Yeah, they didn't kick Haslam out of the league. Haslam did it. They didn't kick him out of the league. Yep. So go on though. Right. right. You're totally. You're you're absolutely right. That is a thing. But you're you're the owner who did it again, and so then you're going to have Jeffrey Lurie and um, Spanos on the Chargers. Yeah. Yeah. Spanos family. Am I right with that? Yep. Yep. Um, and then you're going to have the Brown family calling you being like, why did you do it? You, you Now now we have no choice. Now there's no longer an individual yeah, outlier. But- <clears throat> and then if you're Lamar, you're sitting there going, why would I take less? You know, like, why why would I take less? Um, you know, Lamar, I, I haven't said this on TV, but I sit there and I think Lamar has taken a thousand hits for that organization. Breaking. A thousand. He's taken a thousand hits for that organization for, I think he's made... $25 million. Like you can't, Damn. you can't ask that player to take all those hits and then decide, yeah, we, we don't want to pay you as much as you've earned or deserve or what the market says or what, you know, it, it's, I, I don't, I think that's, that's tough. It's a tough look in your locker room. And for free agents potentially in the future, and for everything, like he is the Baltimore. Could you Ravens. imagine that locker room? Could you imagine that locker room? Oh, is this guy does everything play? right. This guy is our team. He's won the MVP. He's led us. He's caused no problems. He's he did no hold out. Thousand hits for us. Yes, a thousand at the quarterback spot. But you know, it's that's why I don't get it. Like I, I was, <clears throat> I saw people this past weekend come up and being like. What are we doing? Fans of Baltimore, like, what are we doing with Lamar? And I sit there and go, I don't know. I don't know. So the interesting thing here is he just quote tweeted and talked about the 133 be, being guaranteed. Right. And he said, I need an agent or whatever. Now, I think he was saying that because, like, I didn't accept that deal. I wouldn't accept that deal. But that was the deal that it inevitably got to. So maybe the agent gets you a little bit more. Or maybe a different negotiating tactic gets you more. Do we know, and I guess we'll find out on Lamar Jackson Entertainment, I-775 on YouTube. Mm-hmm. This week he's releasing an interview, I do believe. He's never come out and said he wants 231. Like, we have all just assumed that. Like, hey, he wants 231. I wonder if there was a little bit more of a respectable, you know, like 180 guaranteed with incentives up to yeah. $300 million. And then, because what you're saying is there is a little bit of a gray part. That's negotiating. Like, that's deal-making. Yeah. That's situational deal-making. Like, we got to, not going to give me this. Got to at least come to this to give me this. Like, that is, that is kind of. I thought Schefter did something last week where he talked about the contract that, I think he, like, that was offered to him, and he called it, like, springing guarantees or something. Dude, Dan, this is a whole new thing. They're just making up words and putting guarantees on them Mm -hmm. so that they, it's a whole, like, the actual, they actually, there was a tweet, I think, by somebody. I don't know if it was Schefter, Rapport, Palacero, Garofalo, Rossini, one of the insiders that crushed the NFL, Schultz, they were like, fully guaranteed is this. And then later in the tweet, it was like, actual guarantee is this it was like or potential guarantee is this it's like well there's no such thing as a potential yeah guarantee like that is yeah. and, and, like, football and it was like virtual. 60 million dollars yeah. different six yeah 66 yeah. million dollar difference i'm like something's up with the yeah. way these yeah. were these the wording of the verbiage of what's being real and what's not is fascinating because i think it was 133 yeah. and it was like 180 or something like that mm-hmm. yeah. and then it was up you to like to two playoffs or win the super bowl like something like that. Yeah, escalators that are in every. Guarantee, co- though. Yeah, that's not a guarantee. It's not guaranteed. They're phrasing it as like a a 
injury guarantee yep. on top of it is now being talked in there as actual dimes they had on Good Morning for Football, the virtually guarantee. Virtually guarantee was the word that they were using. I'm like, there's no such thing as a virtual. No, either it's guaranteed or it's not. Yeah, yeah. Like, that is not how contracts work. I'm like, these teams are getting smarter, though, because oh, a lot yeah. of people yeah. on the internet have been getting loud like, Players have been like, that's not real. Like, what is actually right. real, my contract is this. So now they're like, we got to change the, hey, when you report this, fully guaranteed is this virtual, right? Which is basically is $66 million more. That is an absurd difference. That is an absurd difference. Go ahead. And I think the players know, too, like, the NFL for the next 10 years is going to make <clears throat> ungodly amounts of money. Like, on it's – the young quarterbacks that we have in the league and the young talent, it's just – so I think the players are super aware that the money coming into the NFL is going to be on an absolute rocket ship and that they are the product and they, they, they can get more than the slotted market of the past. Yeah, I think so too. Ty, is, I know you have a lot going on, so we appreciate your time. Ty has a question for you, Dano. Love being on. Yeah, Dan. We uh, love you on. Da- love hey, you, Dan. Dan. Love you, Dan. Dano. Love you, Donald. You, Tiff, the kids. What? Hell yeah. Lacrosse. Dan, uh, Mel. Who's Tara? Holy whoa, shit. Whoa. I'm going to tell Tiffany. I don't like that. That's messed up. I don't like any thoughts of that going on. Sorry, Ty. Uh, Dan, Mel Kuyper had his mock draft come out today. I think it was like 3.0 or something. And I don't know how much he knows compared to, you know, the or whether or not he's talking to people, but he had the Colts trading up to get Will Levis at three. I don't know how much of his tape you've watched. And I don't pretend to be like a quarterback guru or anything like that, but for whatever reason, Will Levis kind of just reminds me of like Jake Locker. That's all I can think about when I hear him. Uh, <laughs> am I wrong? Damn and like what do you think the Colts are going to do? Because a lot of people do have them trading up to the uh, the third pick now. Yeah, so the Colts have to be aggressive to get to that third spot in my eyes. You know, because you can sit there and <clears throat> I could point out like. The, the Raiders can still go up if they want. Seattle can still go up if they want. Uh, Washington could jump if they want. I think there's Detroit could get up there if they fall. Like if they fall in love with a guy. Atlanta. Um, yeah, Atlanta. I don't hate. <clears throat> I don't hate the Jake Locker. I don't think he's as nearly as athletic as Jake. I've kind of said like Ooh. he has moments of Jake Cutler. Um, you know, Hell yeah. Will. Will's a Connecticut kid. I, I, I love. I, I've gotten the chance to talk with him. I love him. As We're not a running like, a reality he seems, show. He, he seems awesome. I'll read you read you just the notes I have on Will. Um, I'll be quick with him because the the CJ ones were. So I think there's awkward moments of inaccuracy. Yeah. Where you go, you know, there's a bad miss. The team around him stunk. His offensive line stunk. He's got a super tight release. He throws without the laces at times, love like that. Way too often. He doesn't get the laces. Love that. Um, Bring him in. I actually called him on it. I called him about it. I was like, yo, why do you do this? And <laughs> he was like, what are you talking about? And okay. I was like, you throw the ball without the laces a lot. And he was like, I just think my arm's strong enough where I can get away with it, which I liked. But I'm also like, slinger. I don't know about that one. Nate but, Davis. <laughs> ball State. Nate Davis. Yeah, he was Is that his name? Um, Nate Davis, I think. Yeah. He was known for. He needs to improve his pocket feel mechanics. Um, he's got a lot of drops from his other people. He dealt by far with the worst protection out of all those kids in this draft. Um, the game was taken out of his hands a lot this season. I think that was partly because they knew their offense was so bad. <coughs> Florida awful protection. He got his absolute head kicked in. Um, Tough. Bad, bad pass game details. I felt for their offense. No one got open. Um, 
Georgia, this dude's tough. Like, he'll hang in the pocket. Hell throw yeah. Come tough. on. No one got open. Fuck yeah. Gonna have to be um, here. He don't care. He lived in third and long a lot. Missouri, tough because the offensive line was so bad, but he played well. So, I, I think he's a tough evaluation because no one's open and doesn't have a lot of protection. But, right. I, like, if you're Indy, you have no choice. Like, if you get word that someone's trying to go up to Arizona, you have to move. You have to move. Sounds they like a perfect fit for the Colts. Even no. if Anthony yeah. Richardson is no still available, no though. One getting open. Yeah, he's not going three over one of the top. Yeah, three. so then Anthony would be so because there's if Will Levis dropped out of the conversation combine week, we do not do that. No, just all all conversation out of the combine from NFL insiders was away from Will Levis. I assume that's because maybe his combine wasn't... I did like his line, what he said, I got a fucking cannon, so yeah. I'm going to throw the ball. I like that. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed everything Stroud about that. Stroud and Richardson stole the show. They said Stroud had one of the best throwing performances like in the history of the combine. Or that's what Daniel Jeremiah said. And Richardson beat everybody in every single thing that right. has ever been a quarterback before. Yeah. So, But then Bryce Young was just considered automatically the guy. Yeah. So those three kind of stole the conversation. Will Levis still in that convo, huh? Did you know that? I didn't uh, know that. I, I don't think so at three. No, I don't think so. Like, if I was okay. Indian, and Bryce and CJ go one-two, then I would find a way to get, like, um, Anthony Richardson. And I think their head coach, Shane Steichen, like, what was his experience with Jalen Hurts this past year? And and does he want that type of quarterback? I would assume. You know, where, they went to fucking right, Super Bowl. I would assume, but you, he also had Justin Herbert. You know, so he might want the big oh, yeah, they, they didn't six foot four plus monster cannon arm guy. You know, yeah, because who knows what plays he can draw up with a guy that can do everything that that guy can do. Versus yeah. everything. And the reason why it reminds me of Cutler a little bit was Cutler was ridiculously talented. Like, but one of the things that Jay did, and I think Will does this a lot, is six. I'm throwing this football. Like, I don't care what happens. I'm throwing the ball to that dude. And what. What it does a little – I think Fitzy was like this a little bit too. Like it, it allows those guys to make ridiculous throws. And when they're hot, they're hot, and they can get streaky. And then when they're cold, they're cold because <laughs> the defense pays attention as well. Yeah, so. Pac was just shaking his head. Yeah, that is the case. Last question for you here, Dan Tone. Gotcha. Dan, you kind of uh, stirred up a hornet's nest in Pittsburgh this week by saying OBJ should go there. Um is that something you feel real strongly about? Because I know the Steelers fans kind of liked it. Yeah, do you have any inside sources? Just just strictly opinion, Dan Orlowski. No, strictly an opinion. I, I think like the Odell conversation is t- like two groups. It's the group that is Kansas City, Buffalo, right. the, the New York teams right. that, you know, they're good football teams. They could feel like, hey, we're, we might be one explosive piece away from really taking the next level in the next step offensively. Um, and then there's the, the, the young quarterback model, which is like, I could see Green Bay doing it. Like, I was thinking about this with Green Bay. Could you imagine Green Bay signs <laughs> Odell Beckham Jr. before, oh. after Aaron Ooh. moves well, on? That would be awesome. That would be great. If, if you're, think about it like this if you're Green Bay and you're their general manager, like, what's one of the most important things for you this season? Coloring books. Jordan Love to look good. Whipping. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, you want to look good. right. Yes. Have to. General managers want to look right. You, you. So if you're, he's, oh. you, your quarterback's cheap. I don't know what Odell's going to cost, but you put him into that offense. If he looks like the guy from the Super Bowl run, I said New England. The reason why I said Pittsburgh is, <clears throat> no like, way. You, you can't compete. <laughs> No what do you say? No way. Backman hates Pittsburgh Steelers, but mm-hmm. nonetheless, he's a Bengals. The reason, like I, I said, you can't compete unless you are explosive offensively in the NFC. You have you don't you don't have a chance. 
So you got an organization that's rock solid, a head coach who's a stud. You got a cheap quarterback. And then if you roll that offense out there with like Deontay Johnson and Fryermuth and Pickens Move. and Najee and then Odell, you go. Yeah. Pretty good team. Matt Canada calling Matt the players. Off. Yeah. Revamped the line. The whole line is fucking beautiful now. No, Matt Canada's still calling plays, too. Well, drawing up fades. Hey, um, that's true. That's why Pittsburgh got so excited immediately upon you saying it. None of us had really thought of it because that would not be a Pittsburgh Steelers move no. at all, like since the beginning of it. But maybe now's the time with a brand new young quarterback who's maybe going to get a chance to check a hot every once in a while on the offensive side <laughs> of the ball, especially with George Pickens being who George Pickens oh, is. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of field for Odell Beckham Jr. to work out there. Yeah, and I again, I and if you're a, you want the young quarterback to play as well as possible, and you go, can we compete with Cincinnati? Realistically, no. Like right now, you can't. If you had Odell and in or Baltimore, and and Odell looks like he did for the Super Bowl run, <laughs> oh, you can. You're like, and then your quarterback should play really well. Don almost puked over there. Cincy mm-hmm. thing, I guess. Right. Don't throw Baltimore into that conversation. Anyway, hey, is Lamar going to play for Baltimore this year or no? Uh, I think he'll play for Baltimore. Yes, but the more this goes, this more the more this becomes a realistic question of is he going to play this year? Is he going to have a new contract or he's going to play up under the tag? Great follow up. I don't know if he'll play under the tag. Last year he, what happens? Like last year he he rolled the dice. He was the good soldier and he got hurt. Is he going to play under the tag and risk that again? I don't know. Like I don't know. Me neither. Risk. You play guys. Thousand hits. A fa- is that a stat you got from Hembo? Yeah. Shout out Hembo. He's part of uh, shout Mike, out Hembo, Mike Greenberg's book. Yeah. Hembo is a dog, dude. Yeah, Hembo is an absolute dog. Are you going to let me tell my Pac-Man story? Yeah, I'm hoping you will. Yeah. So do, do you know Pac-Man at all there? Do you, Have you ever... Because he said he knew yeah. you. We didn't fully... We didn't know if it was just in passing. Yeah. How'd you guys meet? And uh, what is your Pac-Man story? Hell yes. I can't wait to hear this. I don't know Pac-Man like that, like that. I mean, I, I know of Pac-Man. We played against each other a little bit, but yeah. it was my, uh, I think we were, I was a senior. We were playing West Virginia at home. So in Connecticut, this is when we were good, but West Virginia was really good. It was like Pac-Man. What? Steve was on the team. Right. Um, who was the quarterback? Really good player. Steve Marshall. Really good player. And so, we're playing West Virginia at home. I think it's like the seventh or eighth game of the year. We're six and one. I think they're seven and oh, maybe they're top six or seven in America. Hell yeah. And Pac-Man's a Heisman trophy cat, right? Like, so we're the, we're the little small school. Yeah. We think we're awesome. We belong, all that stuff. Pre-game. And like pre-game happens and I can see Pac-Man. Pac-Man plays corner. I play quarterback. So I think Pac-Man sucks in the moment, right? Because just competitive <laughs> nature, all that. So Pac-Man, I see walking out of the tunnel. And so, like, our group is here at midfield, whatever. And then him and his kind of five or six group of players come. And at some point, someone either says something or spits (laughs) on someone or something. And it was one of those, like, pregame, it's about to happen, melees or whatnot. And I just remember, like, getting broken up and Pac-Man walking by me. And I look him. I think dead in his eye at the moment. And I'm like, Pac-Man, you suck. And um, I proceeded to throw a slant route 
with like six minutes to go in the game, low, return for an interception to lose by like eight or something. Like oh. That. <laughs> oh. And I had an offensive touchdown that game. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Smell me. Uh, you smell me. Had a good day. To be clear, Pac-Man didn't suck, all that stuff. But it was one of those moments where you're like, this is football. Hey, did you say that <laughs> yeah. you actually said you fucking sucked to him at that time? <laughs> Oh, that was a high intensity. Oh, yeah. Oh, you didn't say you fudging suck out there? No. Imagine you say, Pac-Man, you fudging suck. Pac-Man would have started dying laughing (laughs) in your face. I think he did. I think he laughed at me in the moment. I think he laughed at me in the moment. Because, like, again. Do you remember any of this? Yes, I do, bro. And I'm like, this sorry-ass team. I'm thinking, like, (laughs) we about to to blow these folks out. (laughs) So um, the game proceeds on. Um, I think I had. There was a fight pregame, though? Well, it was a fight. It was a little pushing, bro. It, it wasn't yeah. too much of a fight. Scuffle. But the first yeah. play, I had a reverse. I think the second play yes. of the game, I took took it like 65 yards. <laughs> I run back yeah. down the sideline. Like, yo, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love everything about it, man. The Big East used to be fantastic. Yeah. It used to be uh-huh. awesome. Our team, now Pac was the year before me whenever him and Slim left to go to the NFL. So I was not on. Same team as Pac ever at West Virginia, which is a real shame. Got to experience West Virginia a couple times with Pac-Man. Really awesome. (laughs) Uh, That is a cool thing. Wasn't on the same team. But they would tell stories about what Pac-Man would do before games. And he he told us on this show, he would go through the program. Oh, yeah. See who really is about it and who yeah. ain't about it. This guy can't handle it. And yeah. then they, he would have a strategy going out to pregame warm-up. Like, and then he'd find the numbers. You know, like, there, too, there's like, the bitch right there. Yeah. Like, it, was, it was funny, too. Like, Pac-Man, are you from Florida? No, I'm from Atlanta. All right, but, like, that was one of those moments where, again, we're at UConn. So, like, most of the guys on our team were, like, Connecticut, oh. Mass, Ohio, so Jersey a little bit. And we had, like, a handful of Florida boys. And they were – our best players, candidly. And it was one of those moments where, like, the Florida boys were ready. Like, they were when, – when they were running their mouth, the Florida boys were front of the line. And a bunch of us were just, like, hanging there like, yeah, hey, I don't know if we're really going to be a part of this because Pac-Man came out and was ready. Yeah, every game it was like that. Pre-game it was like that every single game. I don't, Hell, yeah. Were you like – you weren't like that whenever I saw you in the NFL. Were you like that early in the NFL or no? Well, I was kind of nice to you. Because we had a different relationship, but I normally don't talk to nobody before the game. Like college, really? you did college. You like did. if you play receiver, I wouldn't talk to you at all. Pat. Okay, got it. Like it's different. Got it, got it, got it. With you kicking the ball, very nice. Um, <laughs> me going it. and playing against D Hop when I played against D Hop, I never talked to him. Hey man, I'm in town, bro. I'll see you on the offseason or when we are not playing y'all. But I'm not talking. Was that in the NFL? Because yeah. I heard college, you were no looking. NFL. I was like that too. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, I love the fact that he picked you off and he had a touchdown on the offensive side of the ball. It's awesome. That's an amazing thing. I love everything about that. And I like that you dropped the F-bomb because earlier in the show today, you wanted to say it. Yeah. And you said fudging. It was nice to take that trip down memory lane there. <laughs> Did you feel it as you were telling that story back in the moment? Pac-Man, you. Oh, my God. I said it. Didn't can't I? believe I said it. Is that, that what you did or did yeah. you feel comfortable letting it out there? <laughs> Uh, it, it brought back some good memories. Yeah. Hell yeah. Right, Our competitive you know. spirit. Yes. Hell yeah. Hey, our West Virginia team, people met us at the 50 like every fucking week, it felt like. We, before. You guys were good, man. You yeah, but people wanted to fight us every single week. And I always had to show face, obviously, because you can't be well, the person was, um, that isn't who was the, in there. Fullback, the maniac. Oh, Schmidt, oh, yeah. Going. Yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't want to own Schmidt in there. Like, you, you, nobody yeah. else wants that. We had dogs on our team, though. Our team, I mean, you can go check, like, 
actual criminal records now since then. <laughs> we had dogs on our team. So all these people that wanted to fight us before games, I like every time I was like, these Careful. I don't know if we're the right team to be doing this. <laughs> yeah. But I am going to put my helmet on, and I'm going to go show my face in this thing. Mm -hmm. And yeah, then we're yeah. going to do it. And then Rich Rod every time, these motherfuckers wanted to. He was. <laughs> he was. Yeah. And then he almost fought a couple coaches after games. Rich yeah, Rod I almost, see that. He oh, almost fought Rod. a couple coaches. What? USF guy, I forget his name. Uh, he had very white hair, wore um, a visor. And USF. Jim Levitt. He used to run sprints before the game. You remember that? Yes. He would run Soaking wet, 100 yards. Sprints on the field. <laughs> so, like, as I'm out there, like, warming up early, punning, this guy is sprinting full speed, dripping in sweat. Like, nice obviously, job. super intense guy. I don't know how him and Rich encountered each other. <laughs> Something happened, though. And there was just a different tone about old Rich Rod, who was already at a 20 all the time. Mm -hmm. He yes. was at a different level. And then afterwards, there was a handshake moment where... We thought they were going to brawl. Yeah. And I'm like, here, Rich has been training. This guy, I know he's running sprints. He ain't fucking Rich Rodriguez. Rich Rodriguez, this guy is pisses hot literally all yeah. day, every day. Needs so, to fight somebody all day. Mm -hmm. Feels like he needs glass to eater. get it out of him. He's a <laughs> yeah. Get it out of him. Like we want. He almost fought, uh, what's that, Ralph Friedgen? Ralph Friedgen, oh, yeah. yeah. Almost Friedgen fought Ralph Maryland. Friedgen yeah. in Maryland. Friedgen's a half. Our oh, team yeah, was he, just. Yeah. He did not like him. No. Yeah. Our team at all times, from top to bottom, was like, We're all right, ready. if we have to fight, we have to fight. I wish you would have been on a couple of those teams that we had. I know. That would have been my senior year, too. Yeah. Then you had Mike cool. Bauer. Bar was. Right there. I mean, Bar was right there in the start. Yeah. Hey, let's go. Those are some intense guys. Wait, wait. Chris, Chris was on that team, right? Chris Henry? Yeah. yeah. If me and Chris don't leave early, ooh, that's a crazy team. Right we there. went to Sugar Bowl yeah. that year with Steve and yeah. Pat. And if we had Pack and Slim on that team and wow. Owen. Ooh. Jesus. Sorry, you got picked. Hey, six overall, buddy. You got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. What's that, Tony? I, I, Dan, you don't – I just remember this. Dan, you don't wash your towel for 30 straight days? Yeah, what happened there? Oh, yeah. You say some things on the internet that are absurd, but this one really captured a lot of people's thoughts. Yeah, I honestly, like, was shocked that it became that big a thing. I don't think it's, like, 30 straight days, no. I think, like, you know, 25 you know. to 30, like, showers. I shower probably twice a day for most days. So we're talking – I don't know, 10 days to two weeks. The I mostly towel? like quick. Same towel. Quick shower. Same towel. Same towel. Dan, you have way too much money to be using the same towel. Well, this is what Stephen A said about him. Stephen A said he's a cheapskate. Yeah. yeah. Stephen That's A said it's, it's cheap. No, it kind of is because he doesn't even want to waste money on laundry. Yeah, laundry, laundry detergent is yeah. expensive. I, I, I wash his towels. I'm like mortified that he's saying this. I promise you, I wash his Tiffany, towels. what's his deal? Why is he doing this? It's obviously not your fault. No. I need to get on Twitter and find out what he's I'm actually saying. Simple man, here. Tiffany. Simple he man, says dude. some dumb stuff about food on uh -huh. there too, oh, Tiff. Yeah. All right, I need to start regulating this. Yeah, <laughs> mm -hmm. embarrassing the whole family. You called her Tara thirty minutes ago. No, you, I don't, don't remember let him that. get out of this. Like, don't let him get out. I'm of a corner, bro. Pac-Man's yeah. here. Short-term memory. Yeah. I'm on to the next play. That's Mrs. Orlovsky, mm -hmm. and she is awesome. We appreciate the hell out of you, Dan. Keep crushing it. NFL Live today, 4 p.m. You on? I'm not on. I'll be on tomorrow. CJ Stroud Pro Day. Oh, okay, sweet. Nice. All right. We appreciate you, ladies and gentlemen. The legend, Dan Orlovsky. You think about March Madness. What, Thursday's the next game, uh, slate of games, Bruce? Yep, yeah. Got your eye on any team? Uh, I'm all in on UConn, baby. We're, we're looking good. We're going all the way. What are you so offended for? I mean, you were putting half a 10 in, and then you almost you got so disgusted by the UConn prediction. No, no, no. I, I, I don't think. Well, That's a good prediction, but okay. <laughs> oh! who do you think? Who do you like? Alabama. 
They you in your bracket national championship? They in my bracket. I pick Alabama to win. Did How you come? see that man get searched? Anybody get searched like that? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he's he's cold blooded, you're saying. That guy oh. that guy's got no conscience. He, <laughs> no, he's well. not thinking about much, he's just playing basketball. <laughs> no. That's what you're he's saying. Good at basketball. He's fucking really under, good. The fact that that guy, that whole thing took place while yep. we were on vacation. Mm-hmm. So followed it. College basketball is not necessarily our thing. So I don't know the ins and outs. Then Reese Davis comes on. He's like, uh-huh. best player in the country. Yeah. It's like, yeah. holy what? shit. Yeah. What a scene they had going on down there, which kind of fueled it all. First game, he scores no, no points. They win by 30. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, that team, I think, is ready to go. They could be. Hey, look out for FAU. Okay? Yeah. A bunch of dogs. Now, what I seen, that dude, what's his name? Do we know his we name? We still don't know his name, but he's a good ball player. 5'8 point. He's from Indiana. Yeah, Gary. No, that guy, FDU, is 5'8 uh, point. Oh. That's Roberts. He's out of the term. Number eight Fuck. with the leg sleeve. John L. Davis, I believe is Boom. Name. Boom. John Davis. He's from Gary, Indiana. He's at FAU, which is right on the beach down there in Florida. It is a beautiful place, I think. Boca Raton, right? Oh, my God. Boca? Beautiful down there. Damn. That dude's a dog. Yes. Big man. Yeah, they got a lot of money down there. Yeah, big money down there. Yeah, they did. Nice golfing down there, too. Yeah, very nice golfing. Yeah. I called the Boca Bowl, I do believe. Yeah, that's right. Good yep. Bowl. Oh, yeah. And the hotel that uh, we were put in oh, yeah. was one that was not, you know. There's a dead like Motel guy Sick. <laughs> yeah. There was some. Blood splatter on the roof. I didn't make my way up oh. to the roof, but potentially, you know, there was like cockroaches and stuff okay, and nice. like beer, oh my God. empty beer cans in my room yep. Yep. when I got in there and smokes. I had actual smokes already smoked oh, nice. on That's the balcony. Nice, yep. Lucky for you. Yeah. And at that point, it was the end of a season, a long season. Oh, yeah. It was a long year. And I said, I'm not staying at this Foxy, place. Foxy, we're getting an upgrade. And then we went to this fucking beautiful resort. It was the Boca Return, like. Country club or something like that. It was so nice. Nicest hotel I maybe have ever stayed in my entire life. And I got to experience Boca at that place. Holy fuck. Boca is big money down there. You know people down in Boca Hotel? Yeah, I know a lot of people down in Boca. Oh, good business old Pac-Man down there. Yeah. Got to. Yeah. What did Rick Ross say? He picked his house up, flew it down to Boca or something like that, had a helicopter Mm -hmm. do that. His neighbors are pissed at him right now. uh, One of his buffalo walked through their yard. Rick's? Mm -hmm. He's got a buffalo? (laughs) In Atlanta? It's got to be the house in Atlanta. Let me see exactly Dude, he's got... And that's old Foreman's house, right? Yeah. I think it's uh, old George Foreman's. Holy, Holyfield. Holyfield, I'm sorry. Yeah. Holyfield's Randall? house yeah. back in the day. He's got a whole ranch now, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, it's crazy. It was yeah. Holyfield's. I think it was yeah, that whole property he got from there. It says Georgia, so yeah. And the only yeah. time I... The, the way the internet learned about that is he was on a four-wheeler, big-ass Rick Ross... Just doing donuts in the front yard of the nicest house I've ever seen in my entire life. Unreal. And then he's jumping into his pool with socks on, I think is the next yep. video that we <laughs> yeah. see. And then he's having these massive parties. It's like, congrats to Rick Ross right. yeah. living his best life. I did not know he had bulls on the farm, though. No idea. And I, 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 I could wow. see how some of the neighbors will get upset about a, a Roman bull out there. I mean, if you buy a buffalo... You buy a buffalo. So that's not a bull. That's a buffalo. I believe so. That's a family, though. Cow, man. That's a what? A Y2C cow. Oh, Excuse sorry. me? Jerry had those when I was in Dallas. That's a buffalo. You don't think? That looks no. exactly like Colorado's mascot. It's a Y2C cow. That's a Y2C? Cow, yeah. His name's Beal. That's a buffalo. That's His name's Beal? Yeah, Buffalo Beal. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a buffalo? That's a buffalo. When I, when I Google or is it, it Y2C it, Will? It's you know? a buffalo. Could be. But. Could be. <laughs> Anyways, we might be wrong, though. Y- Y'all are wrong. I'm uh, telling you this. 
I mean, I, I mean, I'm Pat, that really looks like a fucking buffalo. buffalo. The report is Rick Ross's entire uh, cattle of cows, bulls, and buffalo what? escaped from his Georgia state this morning, leaving his neighbors. Oh, that's what happened. You, you get one hole in that fence, Pac Man. You get one hole in that fence. That is what the Watusi got the big. That's a longhorn. Is a yeah, Watusi. Yeah, that's what a Watusi is. <laughs> Let me see. Thing's awesome though. Oh yeah, Texas longhorn. Yeah, it, it, no, you, you rode one of these. Not. Teddy and Turby. Yeah, I, down there we in the wrote this. Yard. We were on top of these. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, you two and Zito wrote it. Well, Zito did not get on the back of either of those. <laughs> we don't want to break the guy's back now. Dude, I've never seen somebody <laughs> body shame somebody harder than that the people that were despicable. in charge of the Longhorns in the middle of Fort Worth look at Zito and go, next in line? Oh, it was. We got a concrete statue for you. That yeah. might not even do what? it, though. It was rude, yeah. They actually rude. said, yeah, like you two that. are good, but. That's I, a buffalo, by the way. All right. Okay, so sure. you're in? Um, have, you said it. have you seen Prime um, first day of spring practice yesterday up there in Colorado? Yes, we, we got to get him on here. Dude, we've had him on. We had a great conversation with him. Again, would love to have him on whenever he's fucking Deion Sanders. So you would have him yeah. on for a conversation any yeah. chance you get. Cowboy hat. Cowboy awesome. boots. It looked awesome. Sweats. Sweats. Oh. Yeah. I was biting that outfit really. He was really, mm-hmm. I mean, he was really doing his thing. But watching them practice and watching the way they coach, I think people don't expect that to be the way it is. He gets somebody off the field for jumping off sides. It's like that's what everybody would expect a good football team to do. His kid, Shador, is, unless everybody else is five foot four, he's a monster. He oh, yeah. is a, and he can spin the ball. These dudes, hey. Colorado right now, currently, how many points? 18 and a half point dogs. Against TCU. Now, TCU was just in the national championship, and we cannot forget that they had a great team. Max Duggan, no longer there. Number one receiver, no longer there. Number one corner. And all they're doing, I think, is just working. Like, hey, we we ain't got time to do anything but win. That's all Prime's trying to do, it seems like, and that's like kind of the entire initiative. And that dude's already on the fucking Heisman conversation. And after seeing a video of him in practice yesterday, it makes sense. He cooked... Okay, the uh, swack. He was he had a great year, like great year down forty five. And he had time. scholarships though. It ain't like he didn't have no other scholarships to go anywhere. He had a, a whole list of scholarships. He made that move be solely to go and play for um, pops. So the connection between um, Shador and Dion is 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 inseparable. I would say um, as far as on the field. And off the field, um, you can see the relationships that they have when they cracking their jokes. When you know the other day, I think he asked him to buy some, and Dion was like, "Nah, man, that's way too much money." He was like, "But you made that up. That if you look good, <laughs> yeah. you play yeah. good. Yeah. If you play good, they pay good. So yeah. how can you renege on that?" So I think the relationship that Dion have with the kids and all that goes a long way. And it's very, it's like uh, accountability driven too. Yeah. As you saw at the practice, they had no numbers. Obviously, you got to earn your number around here, just like yeah, you have yeah. to earn your stripes. And well, you got to have uh, swag to wear that right there, Pat. Yeah, you got to be a real deal. Now, Dion can do literally. Yep. Whatever he wants. At any time. He's rolling around on one of those fucking hoverboards. Mm-hmm. You see that? that no. He was, he was wearing this on a goddamn... <laughs> I mean, it was... On a Segway? It was on a Segway with a, with a tall little... There's like a stick that comes... I've never seen it before. Yeah. There's a stick that comes all the way up, and then there's like a little circle for him to like hold if he needs to hold. And he's just rolling around. Just rolling around everywhere. Beast. And then he'll get down, and obviously we know that he went through a bunch of medical stuff for his mm-hmm. feet. Yeah. And he's like walking around, yelling at people, and he hops back on the thing and rolls off. It's fucking... 
It is awesome what they got cooking over there. He's a classic, man. Um, yeah, there's a lot of big things going up up in Colorado. What if they What if they do just? It'd be unbelievable. Take over. Oh, they're the gonna be ball. good. That's what I'm saying, though. They're like, gonna be good. Guaranteed. Guaranteed, they're gonna be compatible. They well, they was shit last. That year. was not a word. <laughs> they was shit last year. Yes, for the last twenty years. <laughs> yeah, long time. The last twenty years they, they have are. to beat this year. I'm saying in like, Pac-12 or just yeah. uh, and then year after that, you think we got actual conversation about Colorado being maybe a a force? I think the, we got to talk about it right now, just because of the quarterback position. He's good, I think. He's USC, really good. U- UCLA leaving too, dude. I was watching the clips, and they only they're only going to show highlights, but you can see things mm-hmm. in the highlights, like, hey, how's his form? How's the ball coming? Sure. Where's he throwing the ball to? Well, how's is he comfortable? Everything like that. He's I don't want to say talking shit, but as he's throwing this go ball to this white dude who has an incredible route, he drops it into bucket. He starts talking about this guy like not the camera's there, but he starts out. He's like, okay, Clayton Mathis. I think I forget the kid's name. Yeah. He starts talking about it while the ball is almost in the air. I'm like, okay, so obviously he's prime's kid. He's going to have fucking confidence and swagger, but he has the ability, I think, to be a guy. What if they go, bro? Huh? Weak division. Utah. It's always going to be tough. Yeah. yeah. Oregon State is going to be fucking good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Pac-12 doesn't get talked about much because it's late night and they're losing a lot of their power. But there's some dogs. There it is. That's the stick that pops up. It's getting a little Celsius. Stick to those small ones. Don't get to the big ones. Yeah. Because you will pass out on those things, Prime. <laughs> you know that. There's big Celsius heats that are like 24 yeah. ounces. Fat cans. I was, me and Ty were drinking four of them a day. Uh-huh. Can't do it. Whose video is this? Colorado's. Shout out to Colorado. I believe... Deion Sanders Jr. is yeah. a massive piece of the entire content creation company for the whole, both the Colorado and for Dion. And they also hired the pregame show. They were down in Jackson. Ooh. They are now in Colorado. Really? I, got, I got a chance to meet them the day before the Jackson game that we did for college game day. And I believe Dion brought them up to Colorado. So, like, he's really, I think he's kind of taken over the whole mm-hmm. Operation, which is what he said he wanted to do whenever he came on the program. Yeah, yeah. and what I mean, they already talked about the like the wait list for season tickets and like buying, you know, like Colorado, like no one goes to those fucking games or they haven't in recent history. We're talking about Colorado, right and now. Yeah, yeah, and now right. like it, it's, <laughs> it's, the, it's the hottest ticket in town. All right, let's go to the phones here on the Five Energy phone line. Uh, remember, you can get twenty percent off your order of any Five Hour Energies delightful flavor. So good. At 5hourenergy.com right now with the promo code McAfee, M-C-A-F-E-E. Go to the number 5-H-O-U-R-E-N-E-R-G-Y.com. That's right. What do they have? They have the uh, the Hawaiian Breeze. Is that still available? I think it is. Yeah, it became full. Uh, it was full a test. Season. It was like a beta. Yeah, they sent yeah. us 45. Mm-hmm. They're delicious. They are the best. If you can get those, go ahead and dive into those. Watermelon. Cherry also very good. Cherry. The extra strength to make sure it gets you there. Don't start there. Don't think you need to if you haven't been in the five-hour energy game. No. <laughs> but it is really a phenom that you just drink that thing and you're immediately lifted. Yeah, fire. It's a lot of vitamin B12 in there. Mm-hmm. There's caffeine in there. Okay. But I think you find out what you were potentially deficient of whenever you're taking it. Yeah. I had a vitamin B deficiency, I found out. And the only way I learned that is because I take a shot of 5-Hour Energy and all of a sudden I'm like much more alert, focused, what? able to survive a little bit longer. And then you had to go to the extra strength and it's like, okay. holy shit. Now we're cooking with gas. <laughs> Shout out to Five Hour Energy, man. Shout Thank out. you, Five Hour Energy. Let's go to the phones uh, on the Five Hour Energy phone. Let's go to Cameron in Michigan. What's going on, Cameron? Hey, hey, guys. Nice talking to you. Um, hey. I just want to say January, February, 
Lizzo. Oh, hell God. yeah. The Spartans are carrying the Big Ten this tournament. Thank you, Cameron. That's how every Michigan State fan feels. You're all the way back. Yeah, that's how every Michigan State fan feels every single year. Fun fact, the Big Ten hasn't won the fucking title since 2000. That was Michigan State. So Big Ten always kind of... 2000? Yes. Wow. 23 years, Big Ten, Power Five. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah, people forget. Has the Big East won one since then? I would assume, right? Yeah. I assume. Well, the Big East course. disbanded, and now it's the new Big East. So, technically, no, they haven't. Well, listen, oh. Iowa has never been, so there's no reason for you to even. Iowa stinks. We've no, seen it. No. I, Iowa. <laughs> the women are going to win a national championship this Caitlin year. Caitlin Clark is going to run in that Miami team that I watched play against Indiana last night. I, I watched that um, Miami-Indiana women's basketball game last night, the end of it. Yeah. It's in Bloomington, so I guess the women's basketball tournament has home games for the best. For the first season. two rounds. Pretty first cool. two rounds. Yeah. It was a great environment. Miami goes in there and just dagger. It was an incredible game. Miami up three. I don't know how much time left. Maybe 20-some seconds left in the mm-hmm. game. Indiana freshman girl from Israel. I only learned it from the call. Shake, step back, three, tie okay. with like eight seconds left in the game. Place is going no. berserk. Kind of hit this. It was the same spot where Indiana player, I forget his name, Christian something, he hit a three against Kentucky. Sure. Watson. Watson. Like, yeah. he hit a three against Kentucky. And I remember the images. I remember how many years it was. And everybody in the background just, like, one minute. Shit. Yeah. Last night, kind of similar thing mm-hmm. against Miami. Step back three. Ties it up. Place goes crazy. Miami coach calls timeout. Okay. They run this play. They pass it into a girl named Destiny in the paint. Destiny fucking. Uh, uh. Puts a ball up. Bounces a couple times in. Oh. They're up two with like two seconds left or something like that. The heart and emotion is completely out of Bloomington. And then a last second shot ends up getting stripped. Actually, the ball yeah. ends up getting stripped. Doesn't yep. even get a shot. But in a matter of a minute and 15 seconds, that building was at the top of the world <gasps> and then all the way at the bottom. This March Madness, and I never thought I'd find myself watching the women's, I don't know any women's basketball player. We have no connection to it. It was electrifying last night watching that game. That Miami team is filled with dogs, though. They were in somebody else's fucking mm-hmm. building, mm-hmm. and that was, I thought it might get a little scared. They went right at it. Bang, how you doing? Keep it moving. It was a great game. Fucking great. Caitlin Clark has all those intangibles from what I've heard as well. Oh, yeah. Her and Sabrina and Nescu are talking to DMing each other because they play very similar. They're on the other side of the bracket, though, and the Iowa women actually kind of are set up. Uh, Stanford was the one seed. They're the two seed. Stanford got beat. <gasps> Duke was the three seed. They got beat by Colorado. So now we're at the, the regional sites. Don't no more home up. games. Iowa, it, it's set up pretty good for them to make the Final Four. Sabrina, uh, Sabrina and Eskew is a dog. Big time. Yeah. She was on College Game Day. She was on game day. Mm-hmm. She was so cool. Uh-huh. I got a chance to talk to her now, fiance, I think. He was manager boyfriend at the time, I think. Nice. I don't know if I'm piecing everything together. And I just asked him, I'm like, hey, she's a fucking dog, huh? And he talked about like what her daily regimen is. And she comes, you know, she came up through the Kobe, the Mamba Academy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like, yeah, like we're putting up 100 shots before. Yeah. People even wake up in the morning. And then at night, we're doing another 100 shots she's doing. And then this, it's like this, it's this. And then you see some of the shooting that's going on in the WNBA. And in this college basketball, it's like, 
Are the hoops bigger because the balls are smaller? These fucking women are lights out shooting. Dogs everywhere yeah. in women's basketball. But WNBA, I don't think it gets any eyes on it at all, really, at this point, even though it should. Not as much as the college do. My team is Ohio State this year. Mm-hmm. I like Ohio State. Are they still State. in? Are they st- yeah, I watched them last night. They played pretty good. I mean, yesterday, they played pretty good. I think they won. About four. I forget what the score was. But they got a good look grit team. Yeah. They don't have like a superstar, but as far as the whole team, they play really good. Squad. It's great. It was great basketball. Like as I was watching. It's I'm entertaining. Like, Yo, this is good yeah. fucking basketball. They score. Like, you know, there's the the I mean, I guess it's from, like, years past, and it's not ever true because you always see teams like UConn scoring 90 points, but it's like, oh, these are always going to be low scoring, you know, 52 to 58. Like, all these teams are scoring, like, 80-plus points, and there's at least one or two girls who's, like, bombing from deep and, like, can really shoot, and it, it is. It's, I mean, because, like, like we were saying, like, some of these men's games where it's the only game, like, if it's a stinker, it's just like, ah, fuck this. I don't, like... Waste of time. Yeah, yeah for not sure. Watching. Like, but, we're only watching because it's athletics happening at this exact moment, and there's nothing else for us to watch, mm-hmm. and we might have bet on the game. But, but damn, this is like a 13, 14 point blowout from two minutes into the game right. all the way through, and it's eaten up the entire two hour block there. Sucks. We don't have another game for another two and a half hours. Like, that's the downfall of March Madness. Yeah, every but year. the nice caveat, like you said, with the first two rounds of the women's tournament is like their home games. So, like, the environment, it's not like the neutral site mm-hmm. where. You know, COVID yeah, almost feel. Yeah, mm. almost. And, like, I mean, shit, Indiana, especially after their men get beat, you know, like they're— By Miami. Yeah, exactly. Their yeah. women are a number one seed, and, like, you know, like it, it was it was fucking packed to the gills in there. I loved it. I Honestly, as I did not expect when I turned it on. I had no idea what was happening, but I did. I thought it was a replay of the Indiana-Miami game <laughs> from the night before, mm-hmm. sure. and I'd fallen, sli- uh, fallen asleep in the middle of it, but it was on an ESPN property, so I was, like, very confused. And I turned it on, and it was like— What's, what's going on here? And my wife, who's an Indiana fan, is like, oh, yeah, our, our women are supposed to win it, she said. The Indiana women are incredible or whatever. And we just so happened to catch the final, like, it was awesome. Hey, bravo yeah, to both, to go. both teams yesterday. Those two free throws at the end of the game. Dude. The silencer. Dude, it, yeah, girl talk shit. Yeah. Yeah, girl buries a couple free throws late in the game for Miami. Tells the crowd to be quiet. It was like, bro, what have I been missing over here? And um, Sabrina's got shoes coming out. That's right, the Sabrina ones. Well, they have. They'll have that men's sizes. I think. I would assume so. We are. We are getting the Sabrina ones. Yeah. After meeting her and chatting, like we're getting. She's a fucking dog. Okay, we're talking about like. I don't know how many people have the mindset that she has. You see them at the top of the world, and I assume there's other women's basketball players that have it. Utmost amount of respect after meeting her, her manager, I think now is her fiance, and just hearing the way it all operates in the offseason in there. Hey, congrats. Congrats, Sabrina. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You going to buy those shoes, Pac Man? Yeah, we're going to get those. You have every pair of shoes. Shut up in a Rolls Royce today. Ooh, pretty sweet. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> oh, you feel pretty good there. Smell me. Yeah, yeah, you feel pretty good there. 100% get pulled over every time you drive that or no? No. I'd never get pulled over in that car, actually. Really? Because as soon as I heard you were riding in Rolls Royce, I'm like, uh, somebody's going to... Might be here late. Just going to have to pull you over just because it's a Rolls Royce. Yeah, I'm in the back. Yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah doing your work. We saw it on the Instagram story. You know what, I'm what is it, Real pa- official Real Pac-Man? Real Pac-Man 24? Real Pac-Man 24. Great follow. Yep. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Great follow. Very active on the follow. Very, yeah. very active on the follow. Yeah. What is it, Real Pac-Man 24? Real Pac-Man 24. Hell yeah. I see Junior on there every once in a while. Yeah. He doesn't look like you at all. 
You know what I mean? He doesn't at all. He came out of action figures somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be a guy, huh? Yeah, he's going to be a guy. How many, so how many children are with you and your wife at your house right now? Kids? Six. Six kids. Yeah. How many are going to be D1 athletes? Six. (laughs) (laughs) I was talking to my dad the other day about it. My dad was like, I didn't know that Pac-Man and his uh, wife took in, you know, Chris Henry's kids or whatever. I'm like, yeah, like fucking incredible. And then he was like, how is everybody? I'm like, well, I think all of them are going to be professional athletes. I'll go and do one. And that's not an easy thing to be a parent, a mentor, an uncle, and anything too. So you need to know you're doing a great job. Doing a great job. Let's go to the phones. Let's go to Martin in Long Island. Uh, Martin Mm -hmm. on the 5-Iron phone line. What's going on, pal? How we doing, boys? Keep him moving, moving, Martin. Hell yeah. What? 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 All right, guys. I want to ask, what are your top five uh, worst to first contenders for the next five. season? And why are the Denver Broncos number one? Martin, you a Broncos fan? Yes, sir. Okay, so Sean Payton, first day of tampering period, says, I need to get brand new offensive linemen. So he just basically says, out with Yins, in with my guys. He was in on the Thielen conversation we learned just yesterday, so he's trying to find a couple more weapons. Are you pumped that Sean Payton's your coach, and it feels like with the richest owner in sports, y'all motherfuckers are going to be in a conversation at least for the next two decades probably? That that makes me really excited. <laughs> oh, I just heard him get a little uh, yeah, yeah hurting. Mm-hmm. Little zipper burn on the pants. Yep, right. He's getting real excited. I, I would say the worst team would be the Texans. They got a lot of stuff to. You think they have a chance to go to first? Though he said worst to first. Like oh, the Bron- worst to first. Yeah, worst yeah. to first. Like the Lions, for instance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lions didn't make the playoffs last year. I think we're all assuming they're going to potentially be dancing in the playoffs this upcoming year. Yeah. I think. Yeah. They, they I mean, we know who the number be. one team is, though. Jets. Who's that? Yeah, New York Football Jets. Yeah, the Jets obviously have. It, it's all teams that have a great defense I feel like that yeah. struggle offense that end up making a play somehow on offensive side where Denver would fit right because their defense is unbelievable oh yeah their defense are starting with Patrick Sertang Jr. Um, by far to me the number one corner in the league what do you think number one you've ranked them before yeah like, Patrick Sertang number the one best corner right now in the league Young. anybody else in his world uh it's a lot of guys in his world Jalen um it's numerous I mean number of guys but like he stands out because he's so patient, he's 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 good with technique. Um, he don't take a playoff. He remind me of that Revis type player. Um, Damn, he's good, man. Like, and I'm not just saying he's only in, what his second or third year. Yeah, yeah. He's fucking impressive. Do you know him? Yes, I've met him personally. Okay. Do you know his dad? Yeah. You know whole family? No. Okay. I didn't know how close you were. If this was a slighted mm-hmm. opinion, because it feels like everybody, like Darius, told us like. Film, like, hey, this guy is just a different level. That's that second-generation thing, though. Like, I think if you get to see it your whole life and learn what it takes, like, Ike Taylor's kid, yeah. he's running, like, two miles in the morning doing, like, this, stretching at night, yeah. that whole thing. Like, getting a chance to see what it takes to be a professional athlete, I think is such an advantage. Doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be great. Right. Clearly, he's worked out for Sertain. But but I think if you have the tools, like, you're, you're fast, you pay attention to details, if you have someone that's been through the fire that knows how to uh, prepare and, and, and get ready for the next level, they know how to break down film. It's it's like skipping the pass. It's a skip the pass um, for the kid. Yeah, like testing out of a, yeah. a whole yeah. school pretty much. Like, all right, I'm just going to yes, I know how to watch film. Right. Boom, get you know me here. Kids, it, it, took me, it took me a while to really learn how to watch film. You know, certain guys look at film and like, oh, what I'm looking at. 
Am I looking at formation? Am I looking at the guy I'm playing against? Am I looking at the coordinator? Um, or am I looking at the quarterback? So, like, me personally, I look at the coordinators in the league because the coordinator's not going to switch from what they go, go, what they go to. Um, and that tells a lot. And then you go break down the coordinators. Oh, I'm just shooting out the name. I'm playing Zach Taylor this week. I know that in his foul, he liked the drop back. So 90% of these plays are going to be drop back passes. Mm. So then I go and look at, okay, let me look at the formation. Mm -hmm. Let me see how many times this formation inside the numbers. How many plays, how many quick games inside the numbers when they in that formation? How many quick game plays I get? Then nine times out of ten, you're going to get you three, four plays that you can hang your hat on. And then sometimes, you know, you get the reward, the benefit from it. And then sometimes you don't. But. Oh, that's the ones you're looking to jump. Yeah. Okay. How many, when can I get a look that I know that there is something coming that I can get a little bit more aggressive and jump and make a play? That's all coming from film study during the week. Yeah. Like I'll tell you a good one. Um, Flacco, when he was playing with the Ravens, three Four by steps. one. Three by one. Always when he had to her backside. 90% of the time, if it was a single high coverage, it's either go or slant. That's all I did. It was 90% of the time. And I would sit there and I would play off. I'm like, I know they ain't going to try this shit again. <laughs> yeah. I would go up midway through the play, boom, boom, boom. And I would just jump jump the slant. And most of the time, I was pretty right. <laughs> yeah. he, he got me maybe once, <laughs> you know, but he ain't score on it. But, like, yeah, the film don't lie. The film don't lie because they don't go away from it. Stats, I think, are a big yeah. deal. That's why the whole analytics game and department getting into things is good for the NFL, but we can't just rely upon it every single decision we make. It's pretty crazy with Sertain, too, just because it feels like a lot of these guys are corners, like J.C. Horn, Asante Samuel Jr. I Sauce. Mean, yeah. Sauce, Sauce, granted his dad, uh, his brother, but Diggs, like Diggs is also yeah. a corner. Like For some reason, is that the one position that's mm. – because you've talked about it before where it's like some positions you're relying on other people, but like at corners, just you. Oh, like yeah. you're either covering your guy and you're or you're in the right position or you're not. Is that easier to like transfer to you know other you know, like sons or brothers in that sense? Oh yeah, I think. See, you're out there by yourself, but you're really not out there by yourself. You get what I'm saying? Because that sideline is a fucking person. Oh yeah, I love, you get, I love the sideline. You get it? if I get your ass out of bounds, yeah. that's another person. Yeah. So I think. It's easier for guys that's done played that got background to explain the little different things than going out there saying, all right, man, just go out there and play man-to-man -man coverage inside liberty. Yeah, and here's your pedal, right. and at this at seven yards, you could bail, like that whole thing. There's different levels to the whole thing. That's why Dan Orlovsky telling us earlier that he's not allowed to coach his kids. Mm -hmm. It's such yeah. a fascinating thing. Yeah. Like, what are we even talking We have a professional athlete 12 years and not allowed to coach kids. Well, parents aren't allowed to coach their kids. It's like... <laughs> Okay, we're kind of taking away a big advantage that his kids mm -hmm. have yeah. over everybody else. But, hey, to each their own, you got to do what you got to do. Do you think more young guys have elite ball skills now than they did, you know, like several years ago? Because, you know, like there's the old adage, like, well, you can't catch. That's why he's playing cornerback. And, like, obviously you had elite ball skills because you're playing offense too. But it seems like we don't really have that anymore. Like there are guys who, like, if they get their hands on it, they're going to pick it off. And when they do pick it off, like a lot of times, like, we're seeing, you know, returns for touchdowns, and like it, it seems like more of these guys have elite ball skills now than they ever had before. I, I think so because they got more tools. You know, they got Vertimax boards, they got this and that. You know, all these eye hand coordination drills and the iPods things that you smash. So um, I think when we came up, we only had go outside, work hard. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. We didn't have all these 
freaking fucking gadgets. And yeah. You fucking throw the ball against the wall and they come right back to you so you can work on your form. Like, we didn't have all that. We had to really go out there and practice. Like, we, didn't, I, I didn't have nobody. A lot of wasted reps, too. Yeah, though. a lot of wasted reps. If we had what we had now, you know, I might could have played. Another three years. Oh, oh safety, safety, corner. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> all right, all right. but the Broncos, I think that's why everybody thinks that they could potentially go from very bad to very good very quickly if Russell Wilson can get back to form, and everybody thinks Sean Payton will be able to do that. Obviously, he wants to shore up the protection, and they're trying to get weapons, more weapons, if you will. You think Russell Wilson's broken? You think he? You think he comes back to form? What do you think about Russell Wilson last year? I believe in Sean Payton. I believe Sean Payton is one of the best coaches to ever coach. Um, he know how to get guys together. Um, I said this before the year I was suspended. I worked out in New Orleans while he was down there, so I've had a chance to um, go out to eat with him. We actually went to a Dallas game, too, so I, I, I have nothing but the utmost respect for him. And I know what he's going to demand. So it ain't going to be you going to have your own office. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that shit is over with, Jack. <laughs> he said that, too. <laughs> that, that is over with. So, yeah, I, I think I think he'll be all right because it, it's a whole different ball game there now. It won't be the Russell show. Yeah. It's the Sean Payton show now. Yeah. Hell yeah. We're going to try to That's win games. Yeah. That's all we're going to do. Sean Payton show has won a lot of yeah, games. And they have sweet shoes. Oh, my the God. The Sean Payton show, he has a great Swag shoe collection in that thing. Go ahead, Connor. Same division, too. Like, the Raiders might be night and day different with Jimmy G just because he knows McDaniel's system. Like and he, he seemingly makes good decisions, right? Yeah. And yeah. what Jimmy G, like, kind of does. He wow. makes yeah. good decisions. And he got a hell of a weapon. Yeah. Devontae's yeah. a dog. What yeah. makes Devontae so good? In and out of breaks, the setup of his routes. Um, he never really running full speed till you really till he really need to run full speed. I think that's one of the most deceiving things about certain receivers because every route don't have to be full speed. And hmm. as a corner, like that messed with me the most because I'm sitting here like, man, I know he's not running full speed. Is 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 it a run play? Is is he BSing me? And you come out the top of the route, then you speed. Going through your your brakes he's, fast. He's shifting gears at yeah. the top. He can set up. He he's just good at setting up routes, man. Um, he's very patient at the line with that that jab step. Um, he's one of the best. He's I, I had a chance to play against him twice. He he's one. He's how did he go? Special. Did he cross you up? Did you put your hands on him? Oh no, I put my hands on him. Okay, I play good. Okay. okay. Yeah. He score though, or that's fine. We have, yeah. Did you get a pick six or? I actually dropped the picks. Oh, oh see, Toddy, dude. Aaron, That's the ones they throw you. They end up you. beating us, too. They end up beating us in Green Bay. I was going to say, Aaron's only thrown like four pick sixes in his career. Yeah. So getting one of those is. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But you know, I had to play good if Aaron gave me the jersey after the game. Yeah, you did. You, he would, if I played like a bum, he'd be like, oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I did see the autographed. That's mm-hmm. right. Class of 05. Yeah. So. I graduated high school that year. You guys were just getting <laughs> drafted in the NFL. It's crazy to think about how much the game has changed since then. Mm-hmm. How about how the coverage has changed? Who just brought up Orlovsky talked about how the money's only going up and up and up yeah. and up and up. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that as they're piecing together these contracts, mm-hmm. as they should, as these more platforms are getting involved. Google has Sunday ticket, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Technically, yeah. Huge get for Google. What's Great news. Google on our YouTube as well. Okay. Let's go, Google. All right. They just came out with a huge multi-view to, that they're testing for football season. It's going to be awesome. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hey, shout out Google getting in the game. So much easier with Shout Google. out to Amazon, obviously, in the game. Hell yeah. 
Shout out to Apple dabbling. Come on, Dabbling Apple. in the sports Shout world. Yeah, they got Starting a big with the MLS package going on. We're talking about trillions of dollars from those companies. Yeah. Not just billions I'll of dollars please. from others. We're talking about trillions of dollars. It's good news. Come on. Hell yeah. Need that in the league. Good news being football world. Woo! Hell yeah. But players and agents that are negotiating contracts know that too. It's like sports gambling is only in 19 states mobile. 19. I'm not the greatest U.S. historian. I think we got 50 of them. Yeah, that's right. And that's not even counting like Guam and Puerto Rico. Yeah. Yeah, territories. That's right. So let's just assume five to 10 of them because Jesus Christ or maybe other situations won't join in there. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's just knock it down to 42. Boom. We're nowhere near halfway into sports gambling being legalized mobily. Nope. And if you've seen any of the numbers, the amount of money that's being gambled and wagered upon, and these... These books, you know, sounds like they're kind of like the NCAA. We're not making any money. We're not a profit at all. We're not a profit at all. We're not a profit at all. Now they're starting to have profitable months. Only 19 states in. Okay? 19 states in. Mm -hmm. Pretty wild. Still got another 20-plus coming in the next five mm -hmm. to ten years probably, couple, if we had to guess. A couple real big ones, too. Big. Don't forget, they got Canada, too, Paul. Yeah, Canada. Oh, oh, right? Canada. In there. I mean, it's... The amount of money that's going to be flooded into the biggest league in the world, the NFL, is going to be grotesque. Platforms, gambling, let alone any other partner that gets in there. Let's assume this is me just throwing it out there, and I don't know the rules behind that. I think it's like how many states marijuana legal in pack? Oh, uh, that's a good question. I want to say thirteen. No, it's more. Than, I want to say sixteen. Okay, sixteen states. So obviously, alcohol has been a great partner of the NFL. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, will always be a great partner of the NFL. As these new businesses are about to blossom in this new age of business and everything we got going on, we assume they're going to want to sponsor with the partner with the biggest league on earth. Like the money train is only going to grow bigger and bigger and bigger for the NFL, which is why Roger Goodell is in the middle of signing a brand new extension mm -hmm. that is going to be worth hundreds of millions of dollars because they know now is not the time to change leadership, change ideas. There is, you know, that light at the end of the tunnel. Yep. That people are talking about? Mm -hmm. That light at the end of the tunnel appears to be a pot of gold as mm -hmm. if it was in a rainbow. And that motherfucker's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger with the new businesses that are coming into play yeah. and the bigger that the NFL is getting. It's like they're just going to be eating for a long time. That means salary caps are going to get bigger. Yep. That means players' contracts are going to get bigger. Mm -hmm. And those that are negotiating right now are trying to profit off of what the game is about to become. And I think that's a smart play. I don't think it's a bad play at all. Well, and look at the game like internationally. Like it's mm -hmm. becoming so much yeah. bigger like overseas. I mean, they talked about having four teams in Europe. Like, could you imagine what would happen then if they had that? Then granted? the Jor or, or the European billionaires exactly. are going to get involved. Yeah, and the soccer leagues, I'm pretty sure they are very profitable over there. So there's already kind Kind of a blueprint. Not Wrexham yet. Wrexham's got wins. Not right. Wrexham will get there. Right, to get promoted a little games. bit. They'll yep. do their, their thing. Their owner's very profitable. Yeah, he's very wealthy. Yeah, he makes a lot of money off of every company he runs. Mm -hmm. Even like a burner phone for drug dealers yeah. company. Who? <laughs> and just fucking billions of dollars. Yeah. Mint. Mm -hmm. Shout yeah. out. Shout out Mint Mobile. Shout out Ryan, dude. <laughs> About to buy the Ottawa Senators. He's going to buy amazing. the Ottawa Senators? Yeah. Thinking about Which is a terrible fucking idea. Hold on. Somebody was allegedly linked to the Commander's famous person. Uh, uh, just came out. Um, oh, really good at Twitter. Magic. magic. Yeah, magic. magic. Johnson. Really good at Twitter. That's your first thought. Yep. His yeah. tweets yeah. are like, five guys talking on a stage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what he would say about uh -huh. our show right yep. now. Yeah. I uh, love cheeseburgers. I think he did one of those when he was at uh, Five Guys. Jeez. Oh, he did? 
Connor. He he was a must follow there for a bit. He kind of backed off. That was whenever he said, "I ain't gonna be there." Yeah. When they were yeah. talking, <laughs> still that still lives. Too. I ain't gonna be there. Great businessman. Yeah, he's part of a group though. I, I don't know. I wonder how he'd be a very very minority owner because he owns part of the Dodgers too. And he's a billionaire though. I do believe. Oh yeah, I do believe oh, he's yeah. a multi billionaire. Congrats to him. But that's the thing, like with these companies that are worth like trillions of dollars. There's different levels of wealth popping up that we've oh. never seen before. Yeah. They're all going to want to get into the NFL. Plus, there's yeah. something that doesn't exist right now. Is going to get in the NFL in the next ten years. Like what? Good question. The survival straws have a chance. I, I mean, I saw cool. it at Costco this weekend. Yeah. yeah, survival straw business could potentially be on. Seriously, the NFL could cut costs by I don't know sixty five percent if they just give everyone a survivor straw, get rid of water bottles, and just everyone just drinks out of the Gatorade coolers with their straws. Genius. On the side of that survival straw box that I saw at Costco, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, yeah, going into like go, shit water. Straw. Yeah, boom! Look at that. You can, you can make sure I buy one every single pack. You got one of these? No, do it. It's a bad idea, bro. If you ever get in front of one of those Watusi cows, you're gonna wish that you had it, dude. Especially in Ohio. <laughs> Is it COVID proof? You got one? Yeah, three or four. Every every prime day, I buy one. <laughs> Turn brought this into our lives actually years ago. He just out of nowhere with a straight face said, and I bought four to five survival straws this weekend, so I'm good. And we thought he was bullshitting. He was like, I'd go right into piss water, mm-hmm. drink it, it'd be as clear as a Dasani. Yep. He drinks from his toilet. It's the number one killer of people in the wild is you can't get fucking clean water, okay? Guess what? Not even worrying, man. Yeah, you just piss right into a bucket, Yep. bring out <laughs> your survival straw. All of a sudden, it's just like coming in, yep. easy come, easy go. And Nick... Turned me on to buying Flint and Firestarter. So, boom, one and two. I don't worry about it. Wow. Have you ever done the Flint? I have tried that. No, but I figured. I've not successfully done it. It's pretty it's, tough. Yeah, I don't think it's just like an it's easy. It's not as easy as Bear Grylls makes it look. Well, did Bear have, the dog. Did you have a bunch of dry brush around to help you out or no? I did. I was doing the full thing. And I was with a Survivor Human, like a oh, person yeah. I'd done the Appalachian Trail. Ooh, the when you're whole, finding Bigfoot. Did you get lit? It was when I was in there. Uh, we got it lit. I mean, I loosened the cap. You know what I mean? I, yeah, yeah. I feel like I loosened the cap, but it was a lot of like, you know, you got to get like a bundle in there. Oh yeah, it wasn't as easy as everybody just looks on TV. That was something I was not great That's at. A mistake, I think man. I think I would not be the right person to be out there surviving if I had to. Yeah, right? figure that. If I'm Last of Us and everything's done, I guess I have to. Yeah, I can make it happen. Might be able to figure it out, but I'm at a great disadvantage than everybody yeah, else. Well, I, I, I don't want to figure it out. I'm spoiled. Sorry. How quickly does it happen? I'm spoiled. It happens quick, too. Yeah. It does. It's like, can you kill something? I'm like, I have. Like, wow. Right now? I've killed a deer. I've killed a couple deers. I had to skin it. What do I have to do then? I have to cut the meat off the bone, mm-hmm. clean it of all the shit, Dang and then cook it, and start the fire and cook it myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I, in theory, I could do it. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a long get, night. Yeah. That's going to be a long week probably trying to figure that out, though, if I had to guess. Yeah. I, I've never ate deer, but... Really? Never had venison ever? No. Jerky? No. Good jerky. Oh, pretty I mean, good. Not bad jerky. Mm-hmm. Not the best jerky, but... No. Like you had somebody give you, hey, man, I cut this deer up. Caught, shot yeah. this deer, cut it up. Yeah, right yeah Tim McAfee, he, uh, he's not here actually today, but Tim McAfee used to actually put his hunting costume into a garbage bag and put in, like piss smell and leaves into a garbage bag for a week before hunting season because he didn't want these fucking deer to know he was coming. Mm-hmm. He was avid outdoorsman. 
avid. Guy used to be able to shoot a fucking dime, too, if he had to. Sniper. He misses calling. Guy was supposed to be a goddamn sniper. Hell yeah. Instead, he was going out in the mountains of Pennsylvania, just absolutely yep. terrorizing deer. I mean, that was his thing. <laughs> so I've been out there a couple times. I've been out there a couple times. Wasn't my thing. Love being out in nature, though. Sure. Yeah. Love being out in nature. I have the first and only maybe documented uh, shoot at a deer. No kill. Didn't hit the deer. Heart attack. <laughs> so I wasted no meat. Maybe the greatest kill in the history that's right. of hunting. Yeah. I mean, that was that's never been done before. Now, granted, we had to look for like five hours for this thing because obviously... No blood trail. Bingo. Mm -hmm. So we're just walking around. We think that's... Yeah, look, it won't die this way. Yeah, we're walking through these fucking mountains, coming all, and then we come all the way back to the spot, and this thing's just laying there. So like, is this the deer? I think it is. And then we, no, no bullet hole at all. So I just gave it a fucking heart attack. So all meat was preserved. Mm -hmm. Felt like I beat the game at yeah. that point. You know, Amazing. don't even have to shoot a deer and kill it. So I've been out there. I've done it. Had to do the whole cut from the butthole. Yep. Yep. All the way down the middle Skin of it. Mm. Drag it out of the fucking yep. mountains. You let all, all its innards spill out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I guess in theory, I could do that again if I had to, but I don't want to. Yeah, no thanks. No way. Have you seen some of the... No, 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 I mean, I just remember The Revenant when Leo DiCaprio had a... No, but like real life shots of ha things that are happening maybe overseas a little bit. There's some pictures coming out where it's like, I would not. I'm not cut out for that. I'm not cut out for that. I think we have a whole generation of people that aren't cut out for no, that. Right, no. You know what I mean? This new generation, no. It would have to be us, though. Yeah. Like, your spoiled ass. Like, I think we would all have to be like, fuck it. Let's, right, let's go, go yep. back into time exactly. when we were much tougher. Let's figure this out. Time to dig deep. Let's put a chip on our shoulder again. Let's go ahead and do this if that was to happen. There's some real shit going on mm -hmm. in the world. Oh, yeah. Every once in a while, I would drop into my world. I'm like, this is all. Still happening. I guess people are really talking about it out there. Hope everybody's okay. Yep. Stay safe. Hope everybody's okay. But as I'm watching, I'm immediately like, this can't happen here, right? <laughs> if this happens here, I'm fucked. But I'm the husband about to be father of the... <sighs> yeah, it's up to you. You're bring, on the right path. I bring out a 10, you know, put a half in, mm -hmm. don't get a gun. I guess I got to go to a fucking shooting range. Let me go figure this whole thing you're out. You're on the, you, listen, you took the first step, and you got the life straw, and you're on the right path. Got two of them. Exactly. Because it was a bundle deal, buy two for this amount. <laughs> Who's not going to buy the fucking straw? Exactly. Two of them if you can get them. Yeah, need to have a backup always. Does that work? Do we know that works? Like clears Ebola and everything. Like every all these diseases that are potentially floating around water. If the the lawsuit that Live Straw would have on their hands if it didn't work, well, those people would just die. They wouldn't have a no. They know because when you're using it, survival is already being. Yeah, talked be, about. Right. Life's up in the air if you're using life straw. So I think survival straw would say, <laughs> we were not. I mean, look what else. The circumstances. Yes, I think they yeah. would go hands off. Not my off. fault you fell off a mountain. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. Right. Life straw. Yeah, but that guy's drinking. All life straw products use a hollow fiber membrane technology. These membranes have microscopic pores that trap bacteria, parasites, and microplastics. Because these contaminants are bigger than the pores in the filter, safe water can pass through. Okay, so if a little thin little bastard gets developed, we're <laughs> yeah. fucked. Dead. Yep. Yeah, this is like whenever you're trying to strain something and then some stuff sneaks through. Bang. Whenever the ice gets too small and it sneaks through this one, it hits me in my teeth. Uh, yep. The worst. Mm -hmm. So we gotta watch out with the survival straw. At least we know that. At least what about ocean water? Does this get rid of the salt? No. Yeah. No. 
because that's a big problem. You get trapped out at sea, and everybody's like, you become dehydrated. Yep. You look around, oh, a bunch yeah. of water that just kills you if you're mm -hmm. drinking. That'd be a tough. Yeah. Oh, I'm so thirsty. Need and rain. All you see is water. Yeah. Can't drink any of it. That would be a nightmare. Can you drink urine through your life straw? Life straw products do not remove dissolved salts and are not designed to be used to drink non-diluted urine. Because of this, we do not recommend drinking your urine with any life straw product, even in low amounts. Does this answer your question? Yeah. It does. It does. Yeah. it does. If you can't drink your piss, you can't use it. Whoa. Patches. Well said. Patches a hole in. Whoa. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. Thank you for figuring that out. <laughs> Wow, now we know. Life straw. Let's go to the phones here. Let's go to Eric in Hawaii. Aloha, Eric. What's going on the Five Energy hey. phone line? Aloha and much mana, boys. Uh, much mana. Much mana. <laughs> All right. Okay, yeah. Hey, I love the show, Pat. I get up at 6 a.m. out here in the Wachee every day. And uh, I'm just asking you if you can please uh, hold Michael Bidwell and the rest of the Arizona Cardinals front office accountable for their shitty substandard prison yard facilities. Thank you, Eric. We appreciate that. Beast. Eric, I will say our show's available all day yeah. on YouTube. A lot it's of people watch it later in the day. You could sleep an extra hour you wanted to. Mm. We appreciate the mana of waking up at 6 a.m. every day. Yeah. Much, much mana. Happy you called in. Hell yeah. Love Hawaii. Much mana. Try to get there as much as possible. I, I appreciate that state and everything it offers. Now, AQ Shipley came on the show and said that the Arizona Cardinals facility is a joke. Yep. It's amateur. It's terrible. Problem. He started getting attacked. We started getting attacked by people that are loyal to the team no matter what. No matter what is being said. Experiences a little bit in Cincinnati whenever we were talking about no indoor facility. A lot of fans started coming after us for talking about how that's bullshit. In a four-season uh, climate town and you have an NFL team, not having anywhere to practice indoor is just ineptitude like that is not allowed in the nfl especially with how much money is being made and then we started getting attacked by Bengals fans which i can understand because it felt like we were taking a shot at the Bengals, which we were yeah only but it team. wasn't about the team it was about how the thing was being operated yeah. when aq brings up the arizona cardinals facility being shit who he played there he starts getting attacked we start getting attacked by people who once again think we're attacking the team we're not attacking the team we're attacking the ownership like hey invest in your huh there's a chance to make more money. Hey, we got more money on the way. Why do you think some people don't do that? Like the Cardinals facility got an F plus or F minus on everything pretty much over there. Why don't the owners kind of invest in it and make it the best it could possibly be? Because a lot of these guys coming out of college are coming from state-of-the-art facilities. And then you get dropped into some NFL buildings, not all NFL buildings, some NFL buildings. It's like, yo, this is like a high school facility in some places. Why is that, you think, Backman? I think um, let's use the Bengals, for example, because I was there. Um, they don't own the stadium. They don't own the property that we practice on. The city owns it. So they use the city for us to use the stadium and the spot beside it, which is our practice field. Mr. Brown just pulled up the bubble. So I think while some of these facilities not doing this because the city owns the property. I know for sure that the Bengals don't own what is it? How about like where the bubble is? Switch the uh, name of the stadium to Acrisure. Like, yeah, Acre Paycor. Acrisure's in Pittsburgh. Sorry. Yeah. Paycor. Yeah. Paycor is it. Damn, you got me saying Pittsburgh. Paycor. Paycor's a bottom tier. Listen, yeah. neither of us know who the fuck these companies are. Right. Nope. No, but they are doing business in Cincinnati, which we appreciate. And then the bubble has a sponsor on it, too. Shout out to them business. Let's go. Shout out to them business. Mm -hmm. Who owns that property? Uh, um, is that the city, too? They're just I think leasing the city that. owned that property, too. It used to be a. Um, Damn, what was it? Like a sand place making salt. Uh, How's oh, the smell of that? Fucking Cincy sand and gravel? 
the smell was bad? Yeah, it was bad. Certain days it was bad. Like we we had conversation. It's been conversation about um, the error um, at practice. Oh, jeez. A couple times, oh. but they they moved the place that was right there beside the practice field. So the Colts, to put the bubble. The Colts don't own the stadium what? downtown. No, we do. The city does. We're right. here, boys. Bingo. The city we. does. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell the city yeah. does. Right. But that's why the AFC Championship wouldn't have been able to be there. Exactly. Because the city's the one making the decision on how Lucas Oil Stadium is being used. Jim Irsay owns the property of West 56 where the practice facility mm. is. Right? It's out of town. It's like 35 minutes away from downtown, 30 minutes away from downtown, where the land is much cheaper. So he kind of bought that. Then the city kind of uh, owns the stadium. And he pays, I think, a quarter of a million dollars a year. Wow. To lease that stadium, mm-hmm. I think. I believe that is the the way the deal kind of shook two, out. Two suites. Could have done that. Browns could have done that. Yeah. Browns could have bought a practice facility. They didn't. Now they still have the ability to do it downtown. Arizona, I wonder what it is. I assume that guy owns that property. Bidwell does. You would hope because what would their revenue be for home games? Because he makes most of that. Like, you look at the two that come to my mind are Jerry World and New England. And Kraft and Jerry but you can't, own all that they land. They own everything, though. Jerry owns the stadium. Kraft yeah. owns that stadium. But yeah, it's smart business. We think that's it. smart business, personally. Yeah. We huh? think that's smart business. Yeah, but what I'm what I'm saying is, uh, um, Jerry World is different than Tennessee, Cincinnati, all of the Jacksonville. um, I think Con owns that one. I think I'm not 100 percent sure. I just don't think they've because they have plans. What were you saying, uh, Tone? What were you saying? I was I was googling it. First thing that popped up was 2019 article that said four teams own their stadiums uh, that they play in. That'd be uh, Jerry, Bob, Chrysler, San Francisco. I assume the Packers. The yep. Packers, Packers team itself right. owns that whole area. Investments. Yeah. They right? own that. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. What was yeah. it? Real estate. Real yeah. estate. They're making like 250 million a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how much they're making. They had to file their taxes or yeah. whatever. That was how much money they were making off of real estate around the yeah. the stadium. And they have it set yeah. up out there at Lambeau. Yeah. Restaurants, yeah. Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. museum, mm-hmm. tickets, travel, hotel. It's smart. It's good business. Yeah. Great business. But it's making a lot of money. Only four teams own their stadiums. Commanders, that's going to change. Yeah. Whoever comes in. Bears, it's going to change because they're going out to Arlington, yeah. right? It didn't change with... Uh Denver. Remember, he applied for that grant, so I, the Walton family doesn't own that place. Well, the grant was through the NFL, through other owners. It's like a, uh, hey, we want to do remodeling yeah, to our stadium. and stuff like that. It was that. like $100 million. I think it just goes to show that the policy decisions don't seem to be tied to actual knowledge. He continued to build new stadium, for example, will be the 19th NFL venue constructed since 2008th in a row with a price tag of over a billion. Only three of those facilities, Gillette Stadium, MetLife Stadium, in SoFi Stadium have been built without any public funding, according to figures compiled by the Buffalo uh, News. The other 16 have received a combined $7.3 billion from taxpayers, huh. then adjusted for inflation. Jeez Louise. Wow. MetLife was combined, both of those other ones. These people are geniuses. So this is just like the Shark Tank idea, where these billionaires are like, all right, this is what we're going to do. We're going to have a show that's going to make so much money. The show is going to make so much money. And what are we going to do? Well, you get paid to be on the show, and the show is going to make money. And then people are going to walk businesses in 
to you that are successful and worked out and ask for you to make money off of those businesses too. It's like maybe the most genius concept of making money I've ever seen in my life. And I watch, that's my business school, is watching kind of Shark Tank take place. But then whenever you're watching, you're like, these motherfuckers got to figure it out. Yeah. They're, they're making TV money off of this show. Mm-hmm. Okay, They're becoming celebrities off of this show. So appearances speaking, their, their businesses are all building from this show. And then also the caveat on top of it is, Businesses are walking in being, hey, would you like to make a couple billion dollars with me on this company right. that I already started, yeah. already have the logistics around and everything? It's like, I guess here's the amount of money that I didn't even know was gone from my uh, portfolio for you to do your thing. We'll do a couple FaceTimes all year. I'll take that 45%. And then, boom, I get a couple more. It was like the most genius thing of all time. These owners with these stadiums, there's some genius moves being made that they don't have to spend any of their fucking money, and the money just keeps going up and up and up for them. It's right. brilliant. Well, and the money doing $50,000 a year. I think that's what Jim said. Yeah, I think that's Maybe. what it is. I think I don't. That was like reported, but I think it was being reported in an article that was like very anti the stadium being a thing. So I don't know what the actual number is, but yeah, I think that's I think that's what it is. Isn't that hilarious? It's hilarious. Genius. Yeah. But NFL does help the cities it's in. Mm-hmm. Like when the Super Bowl Big. was here, multiple billions of dollars was here. Yep. Every single Sunday, Monday, Thursday, the games are here. Downtown feels the effects of it. Now during COVID. It did not at all, which was a massive blow to our city. I do believe the NFL brings a lot of value to cities. I think it's good to be in a city that has an NFL team. With that being said, there's some genius plays for them to just continue to get richer somehow. For sure. Indy more than uh, most cities, too, because with the combine, with the, you know, yeah, one of the sweatshirts fell. Yeah, you know who it was? Yeah. No, not Joe. Fortunately. Oh, oh. sorry. Joe's Joe. with us. Sorry, Joe. I. Joe's tough though. He's gritty. He's he's used yeah. to getting tossed on the floor. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's not worried. Whenever he, whenever he debuted the Doppler. Love you, Joe. You should have heard what people were saying about him. He's been spit on before. This yep. ain't gonna work. Yeah, he, he Joe knows. He knows. Oh. Joe said it would. Bingo. Right. I don't know if I was just be smacking him in the mouth like that. No, he likes no, it. He like you said, he's right. gritty. Yeah, he's gritty. Joe, wake him up. He's like Joe Burrow. You know Joe Nardo? Oh, Joe. Yeah. You know Joe? Yeah. This guy created the Doppler. We do not know if that's true. It is. No, he's the one that put it on the map. He's a Doppler dog. Yeah. Joe Nardo. Let's go to the phones. Uh, 500 phone lines. Go. Oh, shit. You hear that? That's happened twice now. Yeah, I think because we've turned this thing into such a weapon. Remember, like two weeks ago, we learned how to do the audio for our studio. Zito and Jake did their thing. Mm -hmm. So I think I got to keep this thing a little bit lower Mm -hmm. because this thing's sending stuff and this thing's sending stuff. Signals cross. Yeah, and they're crossing swords. Mm -hmm. Can't do that. We don't need that. What's up, Tone? Joe didn't <laughs> invent the Doppler. I just looked it up. Oh. Christian Doppler invented the Doppler. But Joe, it says here in Christian Doppler's Wikipedia that Joe DiNardo fucking perfected it. Okay. 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 So Christian created so Joe could dominate. In the early, early 1800s when. Mm. Early 1800s? They had to be getting so much wrong. Who's oh, this guy? 1800s <laughs> Doppler? They're just looking up at the sky, seeing clouds, and just drawing it. Oh, oh, We're going to get rain in three days. Well, here we Careful. go. Where's the rain coming from? Shout out to Christian Doppler, though, trying to think ahead. Yeah. yeah. Where's that guy from? Yeah, where's uh, Christian Doppler? He's Austrian. Nice. Okay, well. What? I mean, he wasn't accurately depicting it in America, so Joe still. But he was bo- he was buried in Venice because he oh, gets hello. it. Oh, hello. Maybe we ad- gets it. adopt a new system if this is from the 1800s, and that's why the weather's still wrong. It's evolved, pal. Oh, do you still like what sliced bread? Bro? News for you, We're still using the first computer, too. Oh! Well, you're not. We're using a 
computer. No, it, no, that he thinks we're still using the same Doppler. Oh, got you. <laughs> yeah. You're saying the amount of ev evolution that has taken place yeah. in a Doppler. This guy. Christian Doppler is not the blueprint we're using currently. He was Ooh. just the man who took the first step. And mm -hmm. remember, faith is taking the first step without knowing the rest of the staircase. That's right. Christian Doppler said, we just got to start this ride to get a more accurate weather reading because all of our people are pissed all the time that their golf tee times are getting moved mm -hmm. and canceled. Yep. And that never changed. Guy thinks we got a bunch of Model T's sitting out of the park. Well, I don't know why Denardo <laughs> didn't come up with his own if he was that good at weather. Whoa. Why is he using this guy? Fuck. Holy shit. It's a fair question. Holy. It's I a fair know. question. Oh, oh, nice oh, oh, why aren't we using oh, the Denardo? Oh, why nice aren't we using the Denardo? Go to sleep. Go to sleep. He's gonna check him out. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He was gonna go. Surprise you didn't break. Those are the things that happen though. Whenever you slander Leonardo, the dog's name. Yeah. What are yeah. you doing? Why would you ever do that? I don't understand what you're doing. He's been talking to AQ lately, hasn't he? He probably has. No. Do you know AQ Shipley? <laughs> Shut <laughs> up, Fox. Back. There's another toxic human being <laughs> that we need to just. Mm -hmm. Where's he been? What's he? Oh, he's coaching Hainsey. Coaching Hainsey. Yeah. Well, actually, he's laying by his pool while Hainsey's fucking <laughs> doing squats. But yeah. Let's go to Billy in Pittsburgh on a five hour energy phone line. Billy, you know Joe DiNardo? You know I know Joe DiNardo. I don't appreciate Foxy's disrespect. Thank you, Billy. Yeah. We agree. Uh, Billy, we're on your fucking. Rest boy. in peace, Joe. Love you, Joe. Miss Thank you, Joe. Joe. Hell yeah. Joe said it would. Well, you want to talk about Billy Denner in Pittsburgh on a 500 phone line? Merrill Hodge in that commercial. Yeah. I was just wondering um, if you guys have ever been in contact with Pittsburgh Dad, thinking about bringing him on the program. Okay, great question there. We have, I think, haven't we? He's been the on the Rogers. program. Yeah, he had a message for Rogers a yeah. couple years ago, last year. We are big fans of Pittsburgh Dad. I appreciate the fact that he is still doing it and is still funny. Been doing it a long time. Long time. I, long time doing one gimmick mm -hmm. and still absolutely killing it because that's who he is, obviously. Hell right. Yeah. Live the gimmick. Do you have those in like Iowa, like the Iowa fuck or like the yeah, asshole? I'm sure. I'm sure people do that. Yeah, I there's guess. one. Uh, <laughs> you know, there's a asshole. There's someone that pops in my head. Yeah, but you know, not my cup of tea. Not Billy Gardell. Not your cup of tea. No, no, he's not. Yes, there's a story to this. No, no, there's no story. Just a couple scrolls. Okay, I'm okay. Well, Pittsburgh Dad is a couple scrolls and then a few more. Exactly. Kind of, you think I, I like Pittsburgh Damon? Dad. No, 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 not Damon or Athlete. Like someone similar to Pittsburgh Dad. Who's just who, like, who's I am stereotypical mass. Bingo. Imagine God. that just as Boston Dad. I, I had someone who popped in my head. And you're not a fan? Nope. What's your deal with this guy? Wait, you I'm just I'm just not a fan. Why not? You, do you and your friends not like this guy? And does this guy know no. that nobody likes him? No, I don't even think it's something uh, along those lines where it's like a known person. It's just someone doing that gimmick. Why you? It feels like you really have a personal. Never <laughs> was, doesn't it, Foxy? Doesn't it kind of feel like this guy? Yeah, we're all trying to figure out who this is. There's we no, I have no idea. You won't be able to find him. There's no. Personal. Oh, this guy doesn't exist. This is Saint Omni. Uh, Saint Omni. This is no, a person you just made up. There's Stop no personal vendetta, um, but I, I just don't. He's just not my cup of tea. I can see why people like him. Do you know who Saint Omni is, Pac-Man? No, I do not. Can you find Did out? Did he tell you to say that? You know who everyone is. No, he didn't. Know. You literally know everybody. Everybody. He, oh, we'll mention someone before the show. Oh, I'll text him. Hold on. 
You know, hit him up. That happens every day. Hey, is uh, Cam Newton going. throwing today at the Auburn? He's throwing today, oh, right? Yeah, oh, I don't know. Let let's me find out. Let me call him. Let me see how he's doing. <laughs> let me see how he's doing. Just saying, that's 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 the Pac-Man Rolodex. Mm-hmm. It is bananas. Well, I do have a good Rolodex. You do. Because I treat people how I want to be treated. I can't help that. Hell yeah, Pac. Hell oh, yeah. No, Works out pretty good for me. Hey, man. the golden rule. Hey, the that's golden right, rule. Don't need to apologize for yeah. it. Yeah. Smell me. Yeah. Yeah. You smell, smell me. me. So you don't know who St. Omni is? You ever heard of him? Yes, I've heard of him, but I don't know who he is. A lot of people say that. Yeah, he's a ghost. Rappaport fucking turned ghost white whenever he we asked him yesterday. Yeah. Pooped his pants. What do you know about St. Omni? Axe pulling an AJ on right now. Oh, this is I'm a deflection. I'm trying to find out. Uh, this is my, my task to find out. I want to fit, find out who he is. Okay. Sounds like the guy does great business. Yeah. yeah. Similar like he's getting deals done to me. Speaking of St. Omni, I believe we have Laramie Tunzo coming on the show Ooh. on Thursday. Hell Let's yeah. Go. I believe we also have Shaquille O'Neal coming on the show on Thursday. Oh, the diesel? I do believe. Diesel. He just got out of surgery. We hope he's okay. Can't wait to yeah. shout Hold him. On. Shaq? Shit. Sha- Shaquille O'Neal. Laramie Tunzel's tomorrow. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, here la- we go. Awesome. I, I, Oh, John McEnroe and Shaquille O'Neal on Thursday. Wow. McEnroe and Johnny Mac. Yeah, McEnroe's coming. He's playing in a pickleball tournament for like a million bucks or something like that. Here we go. So we're going to obviously chit-chat with McEnroe about him being awesome, a dog. And also, what does he know about pickleball? You know what I'm saying? This ain't tennis, Johnny. Different game. Johnny said deeds. Love the sights. I could show you the sights anytime. Let me show you a side of New York you've never seen. That was in Adam Sandler. He's in a lot uh-huh. of those movies, right? Uh, I think he was just in Mr. Deeds, but boy, did he give an Oscar-worthy performance. Well, every time he's on a microphone, he gives an award-winning performance. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is who John McEnroe is. He'll be on Thursday. Shaquille O'Neal will be on Thursday. Laramie Tunzel tomorrow. Here we go. Okay, so I sent a DM to Laramie Tunzel. Say, can't wait to talk to you Thursday. All right, so I need to fix that. That is on Wednesday. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. That, that is on Wednesday. That is our first interaction. Okay, great. All right, I'm happy that happened. We got some big shit, and I think A.J. Hawk is finally back tomorrow. Wow. Yeah, I fucking believe it when I see it. Spring break time, I guess, right now. That's why it's been pretty difficult. Jet Passon's on TV down there. He's on TV right now. Well, well, well. I was told he wasn't doing shows today. No, no. You were not. Ne- you were never told that. I was told the fucking passing would be on today. No, well, I did say that to a lot of people because I thought there was a chance he would be on. But his schedule was packed today, I guess. So sneaking in, sneaking it in would have been problematic, is what I've been told. Uh, and that whole thing, there he is. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're going to get a... Yeah, What the... What if we just started streaming their show right onto our show like they did us? That's true. As long as you have those doors there, you're good. <laughs> as long as you put it rip it down. Yeah, if you I mean, open the doors, then they get you. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, hey, Jet, we miss you, pal. <laughs> We miss you, miss Jeff. You, Jet. Good luck tonight, Jeff. Jet, we did think Jeff was going to be on today, though. That was a going into the program. Pumped for it. Very real situation, and then things fell through. He's very busy. It's a massive day for baseball. It'll be on Fox Sports, the Ocho tonight. Yeah, the United one. States will be taking on Japan mm-hmm. in the World Baseball Classic Championship. That's right. Are we going to win this thing? Trey Turner's hitting a dinger? What, what's going to happen in this? We'll time? see. I mean, you know, uh, there's a chance that we're probably going to see Shohei for a couple innings yeah. towards the, uh, the later portion of the game pitching yeah hell yeah he was for the hit. u.s merrill kelly i think might give it the start yeah merrill? our, US pitching, is minus our 140. pitching staff absolutely stinks but um we'll see all right we have some news coming out of the auburn pro day where cam newton was throwing he looks awesome just saw his outfit obviously wow. he looks fantastic he ran a hype video yesterday in which the first words on the video that we seen were there ain't 32 motherfuckers better than me pretty mm-hmm. much just say, yep tell me how these randoms keep getting jobs he's singing don't worry about it 
I'm going to show you. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to show you. Ah, can't run. I love it. <laughs> There's music in the background that we can outrun on this. And then he throws a deep ball. Then there was conversation about 32 people, you know, being better than him on earth. I am a firm Cam Newton fan. Always have been. Always will be. Mm-hmm. He's throwing today at the Auburn Pro Day. Um, that. I don't know how this ends up. His little brother also catching. Is that his little brother right there? Yeah, yeah. Kalen Newton. That's his little brother who was once at Auburn, was a special teamer there, and then he went to Liberty? William and Mary. William and Mary, which is in western Pennsylvania, I do believe. So he's throwing at the pro day today. I assume this is an opportunity to let people know he's still got it. Mm-hmm. Sounds like that's the way he's talking. How do you think this goes for Cam Newton? What do you think the next steps are, Pac-Man Jones? Um, I had a chance to reach out to Cam. I said, hey, look, is it fair to say that you don't want to be a backup? I think that's the biggest question with Cam right now. Um, will, will he be willing to be a backup? Um, I don't know. I know he's still competing at a high level. I've had a chance to see him throw the ball numerous of times. Can he throw the ball right now? Yes, he can. Um, is he healthy? Yes, he is. But I don't know. With the trend of what the quarterbacks are doing right now, um, we see how we see how things are shaking out. Um, mm, I'm I'm eager to know. Is he willing to be the second guy? Yeah, it's an interesting question because. If you're going all in on Cam Newton being your starter, you got to change a lot of things with your team potentially. Yeah, you got to have a whole different. It's got to be a package offense, almost like a little like Baltimore. I would oh, whoa, oh, oh. whoa! Maybe Cam Newton comes to Indianapolis with Shane Steichen. Yeah, huh? maybe he's a guy out there here, Gardner Minshew, the backup quarterback. If we're at four and we don't get anything, maybe you know Cam Newton, Lamar. I think the issue though that a lot of people are going to have, and I'm a Cam Newton guy. Can't say that. Document it. Go look it up. From day one. Day one. Cam Newton got First time I seen him on a field. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck. That defensive end is a quarterback? <laughs> yes. Okay. Big fan. From him spitting bars at his Juco. Big fan of everything Cam Newton is about. Yeah. Got a chance to watch him play his whole thing. At New England, it did not work out at all. No. Now, what were the circumstances? But you know, it was trash. COVID, yeah, they they're a bad hat. team. COVID, COVID was happening. Mm-hmm. Some of his throws look bad. Everybody talks about that shoulder that he got hurt. Has he been able to be able to be as good as he was at one point throwing the rock since that situation? Sounds like he has a firm belief in himself, which I'm not sure Cam Newton would ever not have. But... Today will show a lot, I think. There's teams that are quarterback needy, which is why we don't understand the Lamar Jackson situation. Who All you need is one team to see Cam and be like, all right, that guy can be on our team. Now, I don't know if anybody's just saying that guy's our starter, which goes into the question that you're asking. That's like, would he be able to be a guy who could come in, be a backup potentially, or potentially be a backup and be okay with it and not cause shit? That's what every person that has a position of power in the NFL is wondering about Cam Newton, and I guess that's what they'll try to find out today when they're talking to him. Yeah, and after he got let go by the Pats, whenever that was, we had Lombardi on the show, and he basically said, you know, like, Cam is a five-star general. Like he's the kind of guy who, like, his personality is so infectious. Like, you can't you can't put him in a he can't be a backup because guys naturally drift towards him, and it's like one of those things where, like, whether or not he's a problem or he tries to be, like, it almost creates a separation in a locker room because guys are going to just naturally drift towards his personality and they're going to love him. So it's like whether or not. He he wants to be not a backup his or, fault. No, not at all. He said some some guys are just like that. Like he's a leader. He needs to be a starter. Whether or not teams 
want him to be a starter, like that's a completely different discussion. I don't know how many teams are going to want. Tone, where you fit, Tone? I listen. I thought Cam was incredible for a long, long time. I just don't. He's not a starter in, in the NFL anymore. I don't and know. if he's not a starter, bingo. It's like, are they going to whatever? What what will Cam Newton cost? Yeah. to get on your team. We Maybe talk. Cam will be able to work because he's just trying to make content too. Like, hey, now, like, I understand the business of this whole thing. Yeah. If he really wants to be like a backup and something like that, like maybe you see him go to like San San Francisco and like mentor a guy like Trey Lance. But like, does he want to do that? I don't know if he wants to do that. And can he do? Is he built to do that? Yeah. To Lombardi's point, where it's like exactly Cam Newton is a guy. Yes. Always has been a guy. Mm-hmm. Always will be a guy. It's almost like a gift and a curse. Whenever you're talking about the quarterback position, where you need people to follow, you need leadership, and you you don't need any distract. You already have enough. In distract. I'm not saying he's a distraction. I'm just saying that's a tough position to kind of put some people in. I, I couldn't. I couldn't go nowhere and be a backup. Really, like that's. You didn't want to be a starting safety. Yeah, you're gonna be yeah. a tough, tough to handle. Yeah. Uh, I not tried your to, DNA. I tried, to, I tried to do that in um, Denver. It's just mentally, you going to work. You're like, yo, this is fucking not it right here. Well, it's Tom Cruise and Top Gun. Like, exactly. He's trying to be a teacher to these guys. Ain't none of these guys can do what I can do. Yeah, so what am I? Why am I not doing this? Fuck. That, that is what Tom thought. Exactly. Immediately upon watching all of them fly, mm-hmm. they get in that. They get in those planes first day. Dead. Dead. Mm-hmm. Dead. 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 And then he says, "I'm so I'm not. What are we even doing? Mm. Not saying that's what Cam's doing, but you could see how that could potentially cause a little bit of a situation in the most important room in an entire team." And people are gunshot to fuck anything up in that room. Yeah, and that's why we talked about how Andy Dalton will play in the NFL for as long as he wants to because he's proven that he can mentor guys, and he's also proven that if those guys get hurt, he can come in and play good football. Like, and at practice, yeah. he can make every single throw. Mm-hmm. Willing, like the yep. Carolina Panthers got McCown, consummate backup, like yep. good to be a backup. Yep. Dog, too. He. Oh, yeah. Have you yeah. ever seen him play or basketball? No, I ain't seen him. Yeah, exactly. He's not just playing basketball. Listen, you don't want – what? What was that? Days behind him. Yep, you're right. <laughs> All right, it'll yeah. pop up. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. it is. Yeah. There there it is. is. Trying to change the world. Trying to change the world. Yep. Make the world a better place in his yep. eyes. You yep. know how that would all go. He's a hey. He shows up at a basketball game, and people are like, "Look at this white." <laughs> and then he's fucking on their heads. Mm-hmm. Right? He's a dog at basketball. Dunking at like forty, I think, like forty-one. Oh, yeah. yeah, like crossing people up. Yeah, I'm, like actually doing it. But being a backup quarterback, Frank Reich, backup quarterback, Andy Dalton. Backup quarterback, like they're trying to create an area for that young quarterback that comes in. Like, hey, this is your team. We're just kind of going to do everything that a backup quarterback does to help make your life easier, which is a massive part of the role of being a backup quarterback. You got to swallow a lot of ego, swallow a lot of pride. This ain't about you. You got to go do homework for your starter. You got to go look into things for the starter. You got to go settle differences in other rooms for the starting quarterback. Like, I think people forget that about the backup quarterback job. It's not just whether or not you could go in and play good football after the starter gets hurt, if the starter gets hurt. There is a litany of shit that you got to deal with that involves the human element side of it and it's not everybody's just meant to be a backup quarterback and not a lot of gms want to bring people that aren't meant to be backup quarterbacks into their operation especially in this kind of i don't want to say fluffing up quarterback world that we're in but almost like we're in a fluffing up quarterback world we want to go in all in around people and you got to realize the mvp he was the mvp of the league i don't know not one mvp of the league that's went from starting to a backup Backup job's not fun. You get paid well. You are a quarterback in the NFL. That's but I'm a, saying from a 
quarterback standpoint, from being the MVP of the league, I don't know. I don't. I just. I'm speaking for myself personally. I I don't know if I could walk in being face of the franchise and going somewhere else and being a backup and being the MVP of the league before. Yes, that's a tough thing. Like to, that's hard. That would be yeah. very like, difficult. Basically, thing to do. you want to coach. Yes, pretty you much. Should have just went mm-hmm. signed up and coach if that's the case. Yeah, and it's we're not blaming Cam for this, but we're just saying that we don't think any general managers will be like, "Yeah, Cam, you're our starter," and you go in like it's going to be laid out as like, "Hey, you might be our backup. You're going to compete yeah. here with somebody." And then it's like, if you don't win the job, the GM's thinking to himself, "Can he be a backup core?" Like that's these are all layers that go into decision making that are reality that we're just talking about. But if Cam was the starting quarterback for the Colts next year, mm. come on, baby, let's win some games. Well, look what he said too. Like, and he, he is—he's not thinking about being a backup. He said, "Hey, there ain't thirty-two motherfuckers that are better than me." Like, he's thinking, "I'm going to be the starter." So, yeah. like, if you know, there's also that reality where like teams are coming to him. It's like, hey, well, you're not going to be the starter. Like, if we bring you in. You're going to be the backup. Is he okay with? Which is tough. That's a tough thing, tough. human wise. That it's is a tough. tough human thing to just. Mm-hmm. That's a tough pill. To, like they say, tough pill to swallow. Yeah. Matt Hasselbeck was backup for Andrew Luck. Matt Hasselbeck never won an MVP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Matt Hasselbeck obviously was. What round did he get drafted to the Packers? He was like fifth, fourth, sixth, eighth, or something like that. Yeah, sixth, seventh, eighth, something like that. He was an eighth round guy. He obviously had to work his way up to becoming a starter. Was a starter for a long, long time in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And then whenever they pitched him yeah. to be a backup for Andrew Luck, he was like, that was a difficult, that was a tough decision for me to make as tough. a human. Let alone being an MVP, yeah, yeah. Top the Seahawks pick. Ring of Honor, the number one player, yeah, number one player in the draft, yeah, like that. That whole sure. decision just to be like, okay, I'll come in and I will help. However, I can this other person. Like, that's a vastly different life than being the MVP of the NFL. Yeah, come back up, Josh Allen. Back up, Josh Allen. No. Brandon Bean ain't going to do it. We actually asked Brandon Bean about that. Brandon Bean said, I want Josh Allen to know that our team is 100% supportive of Josh Allen. Like, that's how some people think, though, as GMs, which take teams off the board for the Cam Newton thing immediately almost. No, I was just shooting that name out there. But I'm saying, obviously, if he was to get a job, it's going to be somebody who's drafting a quarterback. Yeah, brand-new quarterback. The only team that makes sense would be, like, the Bears because Cam Newton has a relationship with Justin Fields. Like, it didn't work in New England, and granted, you could say they're different players, Matt Jones and Cam Newton, obviously. So even if he was the backup, how much would they be? Yeah, what was Bill thinking there, you think? I, I think he was thinking exactly what Lombardi said. Lombardi typically hits the nail on the head when it comes to like what's Bill kind of thinking. How is he going to attack off seasons? And it is like Cam Newton just has never been a backup. He's never been proven. Does it hurt him too that Bill Belichick as a GM said, "Yeah, you probably can't be a backup, so none of these other people are going to take a chance." Dude, it's wild, bro. It yeah. is a very wild situation. But Cam Newton back at pro day. When I saw that was happening yesterday, I was like. Here we go. We're back. And then DJ Fluker, mm-hmm. man. He looked good. He looked unbelievable. He's back at Pro Day. Huge. It's like, I, I like this. Let's take a little nostalgia. Let's get another shot, another opportunity. If there's going to be 32 NFL teams there, why not get a shot at some free agents? And shout out to the schools. Let them do it. Yeah. yeah. Shout Smart. out to the schools. Let them do it. If Cam is going to be a backup, I mean, the Packers don't have a backup right now. Like that, I'd be okay with that, you know? I don't know if Guntekunz wants more. Uh, Probably not. He well, definitely don't. I don't no, know. Def- definitely definitely, wants definitely more. not. But I mean, that's a situation where, and I guess you know, if if what you go back to look, what Lombardi said, like it needs to be Jordan Love's team. So I don't know if you could bring Cam in, but not a bad guy to you know pick his brain, learn a thing or two. He's similar body type. If he still got it, if right. he still got it, which we will find out, I guess at Auburn's pro day. I'm. I want to see that. I'm very impressed 
by these teams though, that are letting these guys come back and work out. I think that's cool. Yeah, very. Very, very. Like the fact that Cam Newton's little brother who was at Auburn transferred out, he's getting a throw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's he's getting awesome. to work at Auburn, like as opposed to somewhere else, William and Mary. Now, William and Mary's obviously a bunch of dogs, but like yeah. getting an opportunity to work out in front of 32 fucking NFL teams, like that's a big deal. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not bad for Because it only take one. Yeah, it's all it you only need. Take one. Yeah. Cam only needs one person today yeah. yep. to be like, you know what? I talked to Cam. Cam knows that he's going to have to compete. Cam knows that he just wants another shot in here. And all he needs one team to be like, get us in here. Get him in the building. Maybe so, Atlanta. Like, I'd, like I've, Heineke's, again, would have to deal with He's that. from Atlanta, right, Cam? Yeah, yeah. From my neighborhood. Went to the same high school. Zone one? Yeah, zone one. I did not know that. Yeah. That's the west side. Wow. I don't know if you know that. East side is uh, four, five, six. Zones four, five, and six. There you go. Gucci man, I believe, zone six on the far zone right. Six, they on the far side. Yeah, far right. Robert mm-hmm. Math is also from zone six, I do yeah. believe. That's how the downtown zones are set up. I, If yeah. I'm getting it. You're exactly right, Pat. I know. The west I'm side. I'm teaching you really good. Bingo. I've, I've had a little <laughs> yeah. bit of knowledge beforehand, but you have certainly <sighs> expedited the process of me maybe getting my doctorate down there. Uh, zones one through three, west side. I do believe there's uh, one particular group that's pretty prominent in that particular area. Okay. A lot of shows about, documentaries about, everything like that. Mm -hmm. And then I believe 456, they have their own operation that's pretty well known for, I do believe, right? You're you're exactly right, sir. (laughs) Fucking Atlanta, bro. Fucking Atlanta, dude. I love that place. The only time I've ever gone down there, all people do is just look at me and say, hey, you want some cocaine? (laughs) Ray, you want some cocaine? Garbage bags with it. White zombies. Oh, my God. White zombies with their eyes wide. You're you're McAfee? (laughs) Pull sandwich bags out of their butt. You want some cocaine? Check it out. I'm like, bro, we are in the middle of a fucking bar. (laughs) In front of everyone. They don't care. Okay, you don't want uh, too good for my cocaine. Okay, and then put uh, nice to meet you, man, and then walk off. And then we just go a little bit further down the bar. McAfee! Holy fuck. You probably McAfee? Yeah. <laughs> you want some cocaine? <laughs> Bro, you guys don't even go to the bathroom here or anything the like hell? that? No. No, no. You, these are, we do, I'm doing cocaine with Matt, Pat McAfee? Oh, my God. I'm like, no, I didn't want any cocaine. Oh, okay, big time. See what you do. <laughs> that was like four or five different bars we went to. Oh, yeah, that was spot on right there. Every six steps I took, I was getting I'm like, okay, so I obviously look like a guy, though, that everybody's like, that this guy, guy loves cocaine. cocaine. Yeah. 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 Like, blow. I almost started judging me. I'm like, I'm judging Atlanta. Like, Atlanta's, Atlanta's got cocaine everywhere. I mean, and then I started looking at myself. I'm like, wait. Every person that had cocaine that was coming up to you. Like, it's kind of a me thing as well. Yeah. It was a great time, though. Yeah, it? it was so fun. Yeah, but we, we concluded cocaine was all the way back. We had no idea. Yeah, shout out to Atlanta. Because yeah. <laughs> Adderall was making quite a run there for right. a while. I thought that was the uppers that everybody was using. And then we go back to Atlanta. It was like, oh, we're back in like 2004 here, 2000. Seven, it feels like everybody had it out there. Just okay. sandwich bags, just chilling, open, like not even zip tight, just like not trying to hide it. One spilling bit. out of their pocket, uh-huh. getting on a oh fuck, got some on the ground. All right, let me. Where were y'all at? <laughs> Dude, where were we? Where were we? What was that area? Or Buckhead? Buckhead, right? I believe. Uh, yeah, I think it was. Yeah. I believe it was Buckhead. There's yeah. a very nice yes. hotel. Yes, and then there was like a couple bar. They treated us all very. Let's yes. not get crazy. It was an awesome area. Nice time. Like, it, was, it was really cool. It was an incredible time, but I've never been offered that publicly mm-hmm. and just that comfortably by people before. Didn't know people did that like that. And I feel like I've been out a lot in my life. Like I've been out and about in, in Atlanta too. In play in Atlanta yeah. in play, a lot of places. Yeah. And it's like I've never had an experience like we did that weekend. It nope. was like these people are real comfortable around here. <laughs> real. Com- yeah, you're, that's like a felony right there. And you're, yeah. You don't even know. Right. No. Why, bro? We're just trying to have a good... Uh, you're not a felony. Oh, you're not cool, bro. Just go okay. I can't believe I'm a fan. 
You sure you don't want this? I'm like, bro, what? Are you? That was crazy, Foxy. Yeah. It's not like that's happened other places we've been to. It was only Atlanta. Yes. That's why we talk about it so much. Like, I couldn't believe it. Shout out Atlanta. I mean, there's a lot of drugs being talked about in Atlanta conversation, though. Oh, shit. Is that right? I got it completely wrong, I guess. One, two, three, four, five, six. East, west. Got it, five, six over there. Four, though, very west. Yeah. Kind of just plop that in there. Zone long. Zone one kind of. Hey, I'd be okay in there. I walk through here. Yeah, you can walk through there. Me? All whites. All white. You think so? Yeah. That's good news. Yeah, yeah. Back zone one is shaped like a fucking dog's head because that's where the dogs come from. Some dogs in zone one. I'm just telling you. Hey, how do we? You might want to know somewhere somebody when you're going through zone one. Yes, 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 for sure. That's a great idea. We got good cookouts. Yeah, no pack. Yeah, Pac-Man, Pac-Man, Pac-Man. <laughs> You're saying I could go get, I think that would be something, I think. I think I should go down in there. Yeah, that'd be Zone sweet. One. I think I should go down in there. Now, you're coming with me, obviously. <laughs> I Probably mine. one other human I can think of. Who's that? Bring with you. Who's that? Probably Brock Lesnar. <laughs> could you imagine me, Brock Lesnar? <laughs> yeah, and back walking through. Wow. That would be yeah. fantastic. The next level. This it would be scene. normal, though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I've been South Florida. I've been... The only Caucasian in a pretty large area cookout. We had a blast. Great time. People ask me questions as if they've never seen one like me before. It was a great time. <laughs> Football is the greatest. People need to remember that. Mm-hmm. And we've been giving this speech for a long time. What a football locker room has, I wish the whole world had an opportunity yeah. to experience. You know, he's from Zone 1 Atlanta. Where are you from? Iowa. Bingo. Where are you from? Massachusetts. So how often are people from Massachusetts or Iowa getting a chance to experience and chat with people from Zone 1 in Atlanta? Not often. Never. We're lucky to do it because of football. Football locker room has that. Literally every single locker room that's taken place. It's amazing what can happen whenever people learn about each other and have similar goals alongside each other that you can put the little bullshit differences aside and kind of move on. Wish the world would do a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Wish the world would do a little bit more of that. And with that, I think it's a great time to end the program. Well said. What a show today. Unbelievable. I mean, there was one part of the show that kind of was a letdown. Oh, but there's a chance for redemption. <laughs> That's right. <clears throat> Come on, Pac-Man. There is reports on the internet that a representative not certified by the NFLPA has Ooh. contacted multiple teams on behalf of Lamar Jackson. Shout out to St. Omni. Mama, there goes that man. Shout out St. Omni. Let's go, dude. That's huge. We love what you're doing, Lamar and Mrs. Jones. We are very happy that this is happening, and we can't wait to see Lamar get a couple hundred million fucking dollars. If it's St. Omni or if it's another potential business person that's able to go and kind of poke the bushes a little bit. Mr. Kim. Whatever it is, we're pumped that business is taking place. That's right. And we're excited for Lamar Jackson. Yes, we are. Speaking of business. Hell yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, earlier in the show, we debuted a new Minute Bonanza. You've obviously seen the Minute Bonanza before, basically every single NBA halftime that you've ever been to. It's either the 
Quick change, people, which I do believe one of them passed away. Rest in peace. Oh, oh man. Shit. It could be Red Panda up mm-hmm. on the unicycle, kicking the bowls up on top of her head. Still I had an opportunity it. to throw a bowl to Red Panda. What a moment, packed man. <laughs> and then there's also the opportunity to make a layup, a free throw. What? In NBA 3. What? And then normally it'd be a half-court shot, but since we don't have that, a shot from the other free throw. All Pac-Man Jones will have to do is complete that task, which I've seen 10-year-olds do at these NBA games. Mm -hmm. If Pac-Man's able to do that in 55 seconds, remember, we're losing five seconds, we're docking five because of what happened, we will take those seconds away right now. Can't have him. I think you can pause the timer, right? Boom. Boom. Pac-Man, do you have any thoughts here before you try to win 25 people? Come on. $500 to retweet this video. Say something nice to somebody. And also put the most efficient way to pay them, whether it's Venmo, what? PayPal, what? or Cash App what? in the same tweet. Any thoughts going into this one? Did you learn anything from the first time? Uh, No doubts. <laughs> uh, no, no. You learned one thing. No, no, from- no. There it is. Use my legs. Yeah, but he's not thinking. That's good. Yeah, That's yeah. right. Less, Less thinky, thinky more, more athlete takeover. Which is a quote from a Super Bowl head coach, Nick Sirianni, That's in his right. opening press conference. We should tell him. What's that? We should tell him. You know, it wasn't more legs was the emphasis. What was it? Shoot from the corner. Shoot from the fucking corner. Both of those. Yes. Shoot from the corner. Please. Bruce will not be rebounding for you for the layup or the free throw. You have to do that on your own. But the NBA three and the shot from the other free throw line. Brucey Brackets will be able to assist you. Here you go, Pac-Man. Start the clock when the first layup goes in, and we're... Oh, oh no! Oh, oh. That's a, and there, we're it is, there it is. There it is. There, there you go, Pac-Man. We are at the free throw here for Adam Pac-Man. Slow oh, and steady. No. Slow and steady. Take here your time. Here we go. Adam's going to make this free throw, then he's going to go to an NBA 3 in 25. Oh, oh, we're good. We're good. We're good. 40 seconds still. Nothing but time, Adam Pac-Man Jones. Boom. Oh, Boom. Oh, not All even right. getting a bounce. We're good. Slow down. Not even getting a bounce, Pac-Man. There it is. Boom. There Splash. It is. Corner. Now it's time for an NBA 3. Brucey Brackets will be rebounding for Pac-Man Jones. Spot. It's all right. It's all right. Oh. Good pass, Bruce. Yep. Oh, Here you go, Bruce. No. Boom. 20 pass, seconds. Bruce. We got time. Got to go. Elevate. You got it. You gotta got it, go. Bruce. You got whoa, it. Got to go. Whoa, whoa. Gotta go. Oh, oh, boom, boom. 10 seconds. Get to the free throw. We have 10 seconds. Go, all you got to do is make this. 25 people win $500. Oh, my God. Threw the hell out of that. Here you go. Come on, Pac. Here you go. Uh, One more. One more. Bonus ball. ball. Hey, this is the last opportunity here, Pac-Man. 25 people. 500. Oh, man. I thought that was it. Fuck. All right. Well, we tried, didn't we? We tried our best. Nice job, Pac-Man. Way to go, Pac-Man. Good job, Pac-Man. This time, you were getting terrible bounces in the free throw. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was bad. You do not deserve that at all. Oh, hit 50 of before the game. Yeah, see, that's the thing going forward. That's a good one. That I is, enjoy yeah, that. That that's is a good fun. one. That's good action. I mean, you could do a couple of those, too. Yeah, we can add a putt. Football, putt. Yeah, throw a ball into that mm-hmm, hole over mm-hmm. there, make a putt, drain an NBA three. Boom. All in one minute. Yeah. Right? Like, there's a lot of those. We'll be back with those tomorrow. Let's Hell go. yeah. Boom. We'll start brainstorming uh, overnight to get more opportunities for people to win. 25500 That would have been 12500 That would have been huge. That's a lot. <laughs> it stinks that they didn't get that. Done. Come on, Tony. Done. Especially with the time we're coming out of on Sunday with everything that happened. I need you being a scumbag. Come on. I, listen to me. Fucking aim it here. 
already got, I already got everyone fucking. Shots. Anyway, so. Mute. See, I block everybody. That's why whenever I want the mute old buddy, I think I don't like natural instinct. I don't, instinct. Like, I don't like them getting satisfaction that they think they got to me. Yeah, but I also don't want them to ever fucking get a chance to win any of our contests, see any of our stuff. But And also, I don't care. See you later. Sure. Good I'll talk shit back to them. That See, I can't do that. That's the thing I that I'm... Tuesday's the only day I give them. Talk shit Tuesday. Fuck up talking to me. Talk shit Tuesdays. We're in the middle of that right now. Mm-hmm. Wrapping up this glorious Tuesday afternoon. Big thanks to Dan Orlovsky for stuff. Thank you, Dino. Yeah. Appreciate Tor- you, Dan. Told us that great story of him talking shit to Pac-Man and then Pac-Man scoring a touchdown on the first play of offensive plays for West Virginia. Mm-hmm. And then... The last play defensively with a pick six. Yep. Swear from Dan. Yeah, he said, Pac-Man, you suck. That's what he said to you. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. It didn't, it didn't end good for him. Hell no. Hell yeah. I like the, I like that Dan had that in him, though. Me too. Pac-Man Jones. Quarterback. Young from UConn. You got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> Like, bro, come on, bro. Are you joking right now? Like, hey, I like that Dan had that. Though. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like that there was that inside of Dan. You remember, we seen those photos of him from high school. Massive dome. Yep. Just dialed in, mm-hmm. ready to do his thing. Pissed. Badass. Badass. Talking shit to Pac-Man Jones. That's right. Big thanks to Dan Orlowski for joining us. Thank Big you. thanks to all of you for Good watching. Day. We'll be back tomorrow with A.J. Hawk, Laramie Tunzel. Here we go. We might learn a little bit more about St. Omni. That's I, right. Every person we ask about St. Omni... Apparently knows nothing about St. Omni. Yeah, no idea. And that is an interesting situation. St. Omni might be representing Lamar Jackson right now without representing Lamar Jackson because St. Omni might be a real person, might just be a leverage tactic. Mm. Nonetheless, happy Lamar's doing it. Happy Laramie got broken off again. We'll talk to him. AJ, your phone calls and more tomorrow. Be a friend. Tell a friend something nice. Goodbye.